Good evening and welcome to The Real Study. With your hosts, Mr. Snippets. So like two teams with that movie, it seems like. Either people love it or they hate it. Okay, I I do too. I do too. Black Girl Marvel. I cried laughing. That was hilarious. (laughs) Tyler makes films. It's meant to for us to kind of contemplate. Like, I don't think his response to me is completely appropriate. Like, it makes sense that he would react that way. All the movie things. I think the thing I, I why I enjoyed it more too was the fact that we were going to talk about it from this perspective. The pre-review with Biggie. The pre-review is where I tell you about upcoming movies coming to movie theaters and beyond. And me, the real study movie voice guy. I probably would have like been in love with this movie as well if I had watched it earlier, like when it came out or maybe right after. Let's go to the poster wall. Good evening and welcome to The Real Study. My name is Mr. Snippets, and as always with me to my left is Black Girl Marvel. And Hi. we always have all the movie things with us. And tonight we have Lieutenant Commander Ray stepping in for Tyler Makes Films. She'll, of course, be discussing all the Robin Williams films with us, and we will get to those in a moment. I think Black Girl Marvel has maybe something she wants to say about social media, possibly. Possibly. But hey, you guys, thanks for joining us today for our Robin Williams week. As always, I would implore you all to join us on all social media. So follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you know, um, join us. Um, if you can't join us via YouTube like you are now or like you will be in the in the past, because some people might be watching this in the past or per- like present. We're in the in past. The They're in the present. Yeah, they're in the present. So you'll be watching us while we're in the past and you're in the present. If you want to join, you know, like listen to us on your like way to work or riding around, we are also streaming on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, just to name a few. Um, but we will also love for you to join us on our Discord. Come on in. We have some games. We have lively discussions about everything from, from Trek to Who to Marvel to DC. We do not discriminate when it comes to the fandoms. Well, come and join the real study and be a real student today with that said we of course have three robin williams films coming up this evening uh, a couple of them are a little less mainstream than you'd expect cadillac man which i think most people have never remember or heard of jack <laughs> uh which is a touchstone um movie from francis ford coppola go figure uh and then of course the all it's hollywood pictures but oh really yeah which was also owned by disney there you go so it's like buena vista in that way <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we've got The Birdcage, which is one of, of course, Robin's most well-known films, uh, without a doubt. But before we get into that, of course, we always have the real news. Now it's time for the real news. And we are here to talk about the real news. And that, of course, is all the news happening within the last week for films. Uh, there have been some things happening. Anything wild you guys think of off the top of your heads? While I get to the news channel. Nobody? Nothing? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Not really. Nothing. There's nothing always wild. so much that... Nothing yeah. wild, yeah. Uh, Harry Belafonte did pass away. Of course, that was yes, sad did. to see. We've got... Richard Lewis... And Mar- Mario oh. finally crossed the billion dollar... Oh, yeah. So not only the most yeah. grossing animated is, movie of all time, but like, all but really setting yeah, the record. 
I don't know what all that was. That was really odd. Yeah, that threw me. Um, there's something. Oh, I think it's Law trying to clean the spiders the off her stuff. Know. That was me. I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> She's got spiders my invading bad. her desk. So um, yes. we've got webs everywhere. Richard Lewis announces he has Parkinson's. So that is not great news. Oh, yeah. And of course, we haven't seen him in a long time. He seems to have kind of retired a while ago. Uh, let's Real see. Real quick question. Who's Richard Lewis? Uh, have you ever seen... Median. He was a stand-up comedian primarily. He's stand-up for a long time. Right. And, yeah. Um, known for being, you know, for kind of um, making fun of his own Jewish heritage. He, he did a lot of, mm-hmm. like, self-deprecating jokes. Uh, self-deprecation was kind of his shtick, if you will. Um, I thought he passed away. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know his face. I don't know his name. Okay. I got you. It was, um... I got you. Men in Tights was a good one. Yeah, that, in, that's something um, I would have thought of. Yeah, he was in Iron Man. Dark hair from Iron Man. That passed the first away. Iron Man. He played the senator. Oh, he played um who who Harrison Ford taking who gave up. uh oh, no, no, oh no, William no, no, not him. No, 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 no. It was um he gave Tony and his thing with Tony and Rhodey. Man, the um, older dude. Oh, Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling. Yeah, yeah that was that was uh, was also two. a comedian. Right. Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, so sad news, but at the same time, I know they're still fighting Parkinson's pretty hard. I know Michael J. Fox announced that he, uh, is still fighting hard and I've seen some great interviews with him lately where he's basically saying, you know what, this is it. This is life. We got to all keep trucking. And I, that's such a yeah. positive message to hear from somebody going through something Fox hard. It really is. Right. <laughs> and I love Michael it. J. You know, I still love watching him now to this day. Um, and Hopefully we get a lot more of him. Uh, Equalizer 3. Um, let's see that. I'm here for that, man. The reunion, Dakota Fanning and Denzel Washington. I'm so here for that. Right. Oof. We did Man on especially Fire. If she, especially if she's a villain. I will love it if she's a villain. She is, though. I, I think she's she like is, a, though. I think she's like a cop or something or some mm-hmm. law enforcement. Girl, they, they messed up yeah. on that. I mean, I'm so cool with it. I'm excited. But if she was a villain, man, going against Evan, so good. It would. It would. I agree with you. So we're going to have to do an Equalizer night then so that we can kind of get me on board since I've never seen any of them. Um, we'll have to, we'll have to get to that. Is. I love I love Equalizer. So. Uh, let's see. Anything else happening in the wild news out there? Um, um, I didn't get to I didn't get to express my joy over the Section 31 movie that you guys. That we mentioned last week? Please. I'm, I'm excited about that. Nice. Um, I think... Because I talked about it on my page a little bit, um, Section Thirty One is not uh, is not by any means a philanthropic organization. Um, they're dark in the shadows, spies, um, full I of. Think I like it. So, for the fandom, it's better that it's a movie and not a show. We don't really want to do that much. Um, but I've also been. I was like, they were people were like we're wavering in our faith that this is going to happen because they've been talking about it for years Mm -hmm. but i'm like michelle gets what michelle wants and michelle wanted to do this movie she pitched it as Mm -hmm. a movie because she wanted to do it um come back to star trek but there was no way they could get her to do a whole series so i'm excited it's a movie is it going to be like a paramount plus only thing mm-hmm. it's going to yeah uh-huh. pick them up yeah. um exclusive we might have to just get you our paramount plus or something we'll, we'll have to get it for you yeah so you can go to i mean there's really not a lot for it's me to $6 watch dollars a month it's but... worth it i've no, actually like been playing use... a lot of time it. on there lately so I like, like i have paramount plus 
Bri, if you want to just use my Paramount Plus, you can. I don't have a problem with that. No, no, it's fine. There's there's not a lot like I, that I end up watching on there. Like no, I meant like for the trial. I did the trial. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I did the trial and there's like there's nothing on here that I'm watching. Um it was the thing with like that Discovery Plus. I tried Discovery Plus. I was like a lot of people had a problem with Discovery Plus. It was just like they 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 even there was even some word out that they uh they thought things were, were great because people were t- were like on Discovery Plus so long, but it's because like their interface was so terrible that it took people forever to like look for anything and then they would just leave. So wow. to them, the data looked like, oh, people are like hanging out on Discovery Plus for a long time. I heard that actually so made them HBO change. Max, right. They, like, no. they changed HBO kind of to match it because they were so wrong about it, I heard. But now they're like rolling everything back and going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, HBO Max had it right. Like, right, right, I agree. Easier. Yeah. Um, Netflix had it right. 15 years ago and they, oh, they've man, all man. screwed it up since i, I just you know, there was a perfect moment in netflix's time but yeah it's come and gone That's um we've got carrie fisher getting her uh walk or her hollywood uh, star on the hollywood walk of fame which is so um, weird like, it's weird that she didn't already have it i'd yeah. say you know well you know they they have to approve they can approve and deny those things so it's easy for, so even if people you get nominated for a star you get nominated for it and then the person can be like, no, nah, I'm good. They can say no. That's Even true. If, like you get, so people can say no. So it's possible that she's been nominated quite a few times. But and she, she might have said no because she she, she was like that. She, she yeah. And now this is posthumous, so whoever is doing it for her has to do the upkeep, or there, or right. it's a contract that says that it's up there for this long, and I'm paying for it for this long. Because some of those stars get removed after a while. So a full Monty television show. I don't think anyone ordered that what's monty like monty python full monty is a british comedy oh, from the full 90s. Monty. Yeah, full monty yeah. i'm yeah. sorry you the way you broke it up it was like a full monty it was like the way like a it was full a the way. full monty i should have said TV oh, okay show. i was like oh, what's monty i ain't never heard of that before that's new <laughs> but we don't need it i don't know i don't need it at least i guess yeah. but there's a see. um <clears throat> there's a um Joshua Jackson and Lizzie Kaplan are in a what is it? A TV Fatal show, attraction. Fatal Attraction TV show, and I was yeah. like, interesting, but yeah. also they're just grabbing every IP it, they can find. That's all they're doing, right? Because I'm like, how long does this take for you to be like she crazy and she has to go, or he? You know, right? Shouldn't that be an episode one? On right? It should be a yeah. movie, right? <laughs> That's <what I> like. <laughs> so we've got apparently. Hugh Grant playing the Oopa Loopas in the new Wonka. Yeah. Well, Hugh Grant. And that removed any type of excitement I had for that origin movie. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we don't know how it's going to be done, though. True, true. I'm just throwing it's so. th- I said the same thing when they were like, Heath Ledger is the Joker. I was like, Heath Ledger is the Joker. You know, I did the same thing. No, I didn't say that. I did. No, I, no. I'll no, admit it. Well. And then it I is, watched it. It is, when an, or- shit. Yeah. It is, it is like an origin story. story so we oh. don't know, like. Is it like initially there's only one Oompa Loompa and like he's like the in, or initial one and then there's like some process of how they make all of them or based on him, you know what I mean? And like, they start average size and then like process like shrinks them yeah, down maybe or that's something. What it is. Like, this would depend on which which Wonka y'all they picking from. Are they picking from the Gene Wilder? Because the Gene Wilder had multiple ones that looked different whereas Johnny Depp's had one person that right. looked the same. Well, if they pull from the I book, so. you know. Well, I mean, the book yeah, is, yeah. That it's more book. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Let's hope. Okay, give me some. Give me some. Which is much darker than either of them. Right. right. Yeah, I I always yeah I we read the book in school and I was always like this is weird this isn't the movie. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's a nice book. That's a nice school. I didn't read that book in school. Uh, Oh, Final Destination Six. Did they really have to? I mean, they made a we in what fast fifteen. I mean, this that's (laughs) about family. What are you talking about? That's about family. You know what? You're right. You are absolutely right, sir. Final Destination is just about death, death. right? That's exactly right. Kismet, right? Uh, Beetlejuice two officially in development. I think everybody is excited about that. I know I am, but I'm sure that's always not. Gone Hawaiian. Gone Hawaiian. What? Tell I just hope it's not the Gone Hawaiian because there's that whole joke that it was Beetlejuice two Gone Hawaiian. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> when now. Kevin Smith talked about it, like he's like, "Do we need to go tropical? Like, didn't we say everything we need to say with the first film? Do we need to go tropical? Let's not. So Although Beetlejuice in space, I would watch. I'm just saying we can get right to it on the second one, and I'll be okay with it. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure there's space worms. <laughs> you know, we can make this work on Mars, maybe. Ooh, ooh. I like this. Yeah. We should have Brian writing the next one. Does it look like Mars almost, you know, when they go to... Yeah, when they go to that world, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Taika Waititi... Taika Waititi yeah. has a soccer movie coming out, apparently. Yeah. Uh, the next goal that one's, Yeah, he's been working on that one for a bit. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to see uh, him going back to form, you know, kind of getting away from franchise stuff. And um, this is, like, where I think he's strongest when it's like these kind of stories that he can work in his own themes and stuff like that and doesn't have like so much influence you know and it's like fully like new zealand you know definitely like a new zealand kind of feel um which he loves telling telling new zealand stories and the new zealand film commission loves you know pushing their their filmmakers and their films too so yeah, well, I, yeah. Uh, apparently, their airport is all Lord of the Rings themed, from what I saw. Yeah, which is like okay. Yeah, they're pretty proud. <laughs> I would be too. Um, mm. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, Exorcist is now called The Believer because they're doing an origin story on that. I'm not sure. Again, they keep doing this. Um, oh, okay. Fast and okay. Fast and Furious Eleven is actually Fast X Part Two. Okay, so really, it's just one long movie. Sorry, what? What is this? The Deathly Hallows? Like, what are we doing? What is... Fast and Furious 10 was supposed to be the end. Now they're splitting it into two and calling it Fast X 2. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Way. You're good. We are all entitled. Honestly, like I said, I wish this series, I, I pray <laughs> this series continues until I am an old lady. Because at this point, it's just, it's just fun. I just feel like it's just fun. I don't look at this as no... That this is gonna be like a cinematic journey. Like I just look at they're, it as like I think they're missing cars and fun. They're missing opportunities though, because in nine, when they had the car swing like Tarzan, they didn't do the uh. They could have, and if they had done That's that, extra money though. That's extra or like money, pay pitfall to to money to get that sound, you know, or something. They I don't had to know. Go to like, space, man. They had something. to go to space. I'm just saying that was extra money. Yeah. Uh, Ray does not want to be on the show anymore. I think she's done. She's like, why are we I'm talking about this? This is terrible. This is her last time on the show. She's like, I'm. <laughs> I'm like strong. If if we're gonna keep doing these, it's like what's happening? I needed to go full tilt. I wanted to look ridiculous. You know, 
what I'm saying? Like, if, you're, if we're going to go that far, like, it needs to almost be Be Kind Rewind. Like, somebody doing this with Matchbox cars. Like, I needed to go all the way. Like, like lean that. in if you're going to go that hard. It just feels like... It feels I like they do lean in, though, to, like... But so, <laughs> what Ray is asking, I think, is for a car NATO, is what she's asking for. Right. Like I can't tell. Like I think I think I've only seen maybe two and a half, maybe three of them. I don't remember. But it's like um, you're not seen the first one? <laughs> making a story that they're like proud of, or are you just making printing press movies? Like sure, I can't sure they're them. proud of. Of course them. they're proud. Like of they're, them. I feel like they're proud, and I feel like anybody that makes like so so films are proud of them. Because, like, look at Super Mario Brothers. I'm pretty sure they were proud at the moment, but then after it came out, they were like, not the, not the animated version. Right, you're talking about the Hoskins. The 90s version. Right. People like, it made a billion. What do you mean? No, I'm talking about, like, the live action. I'm pretty sure they were like, we nailed this. And then it came out, and they were like, I don't I don't think we did. <laughs> it's a little regret in retrospect, but I don't know. I just think the, I just think the Fast and Furious movies are just... At this point, they don't have meaning. They're just fun. They're soap operas with explosions. That's literally all they are because they have people coming back from the dead. They have people with amnesia. It literally all the soap opera tropes are being plucked. It's Marvel. It's a Marvel movie. Nobody dies in Marvel. It is. They're like very superhero ish. And and they and like the whole thing is like they didn't. None of this was planned. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the first Fast and Furious film was based off an article from a San Diego newspaper. That was like the original. Yeah, a co- idea and concept from that was based off of that. And tuning and tuning cars at the time was, was all very popular. So, like, that's one. Yeah, of the exactly. Reasons. Especially yeah. in California, right? And like, I I lived in California around that time, and so I was like very much like aware of like street racing and and that like culture. So that's really what it was born of was like that whole you know it was trying to like capitalize on street racing culture and the popularity of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This whole like stuff of like <laughs> that we Not know now like it's just like <laughs> yeah progressively like each movie yeah so it was nowhere you know, they had no idea but the crazy the crazy shit doesn't yes. start till four right watch one two and three oh, yeah, 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 and you just exactly. get three like, racing movies get... like really that's yeah. all they are and then four they're yeah, like yeah. amnesia and gus tanks exploding as they roll down hills like four yeah. on they're from four to ten they're the same yeah. movies from one through three, they're the same movies, and it's like two different universes okay. almost. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, um, oh, why is it? Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, Vin Diesel coming back. Like, right. Vin Diesel came back, and like, yeah, that was like, I think a lot of, he had a lot to do with it. Because <laughs> so, he's not yeah. in two or three, really. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's he's not Paul Walker's the Maybe, main character in two. Yeah, Paul Walker's yeah. The, like the main character of like the and like that's the where Tyrese's character came from, right? And Ludacris's character, and yeah, Ludacris, and then like, like this was a Paul Walker vehicle. Maybe like, I this was his vehicle. The first one. Well, the third one takes place in Japan. Two and three. <laughs> where they drove through the skyscraper. I don't know. That's what seven. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's seven. Um, so three like is actually Paul's last movie. I don't know. If I think it was seven was his last one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. three is actually about a kid who just gets into trouble a lot and gets sent to Japan and gets hooked up with Japan 
Drift Racers. And that's it. Three is like... I love three. It's like the most removed. I feel like three is like a Mandela effect. Like it exists, but it kind of don't exist at the same time. Well, they do bring Brian, or not Brian, but they bring him back. Yeah, they bring him back too. Like, yeah. But it's like the first two are like, oh, these are cohesive. And then they were like, let's not make it cohesive anymore. No, they wanted to go American Pie or National Lampoons or like... And then people were like, wait a second. And then We're thinking anthology and then... Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, that's the franchise. That's And then like Chris and... And Tyrese, that's the franchise. Like that's the Janine, so, yeah. Janine's got a point. The timeline is wildly skewed too, because three is technically oh, totally. six. And six <laughs> is seven. Yeah. Like it, it's, yeah. You, you have to like to watch them in chronological order is difficult. And like even you might have to chunk them up a little. Yeah, because um, it's like time, it's like timey wimey. It's like timey wimey stuff happening. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's like its own, it's like its own family. They don't like address it though. Like no, none of this <laughs> is addressed. None of it. It's yeah, not until, but it's not until the most re- either the most recent one or the one before that, where Tyrese's character literally is like, yo, we don't die. Right. We don't yeah. I think that was a where they kind of like it's like a kind of cheap thing where they're like, yeah. kind of and he's like, yeah, we yeah. don't die, man. He was like, look at the holes. No, but I'm like, like okay, man, right. Like, it gets worse yeah. than this. So The Rock and Vin Diesel didn't get along on the set, but The Rock liked being in the Fast and Furious movies. So they were like, yeah. okay, you can make your own Fast and Furious movie. It's called Fast and That's Furious Hobbs and Shaw. And, Shaw. and it's <laughs> about one of the bad guys meeting up with one of the good guys taking on another like cybernetic uh, bad guy. It's another, it's, okay. Yeah. It has a lot of the same elements in it, but it's mm-hmm. just Hobbs and Shaw. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's literally just Dwayne and Jason because they're yeah. just and themselves. Idris. So it's Idris is the bad guy, oh, yeah, and, and Dwayne and Jason like are you know. No, no, no. But yeah. to me, Idris is like being a character to me. Like I feel like he's being a character, and I just feel like Dwayne and Jason is just like we just punching karate chop people. So this is who we are. Yeah, but Hobbs isn't back in the in the franchise, but Shaw is back in the franchise. Yeah, but Hobbs will never be back because the Rock yeah, pissed right, everybody yeah. off. Okay, so. right. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Hobbs is the Rock. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hobbs is the rock. Yeah, Hobbs the yeah. rock. He, but Shaw they, comes they from that, five. Like Shaw's been around since. Yeah, like, exactly. Fast and Furious. Yeah, Shaw's he's been, been a bad guy before. Shaw, Shaw's the OG of the family. You yeah. know what I mean? He's a brother. This is this is another similar. So this next one is a similar situation that we've already had. Similar plot where it was like so Jason Momoa has like I believe it's like his father. Or something his like dad that. was one of their, ba- their his dad enemies, was a yeah. bad guy before. And they killed him, so now he's back for revenge. Like, yeah, it always gets a little fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's Momoa like... as a villain, so I'm I'm in. Like, I'm in. Is that weird? Honestly, I saw the trailer. Was having fun? And I was like, he's a villain. I'm here for it because I feel like it's just going to be Aquaman being bad, and, and I'm just here. And right, I'm you, here for it. You do <laughs> get Carnado in ten if you watch. His car yeah, gets thrown kind of all over the place by explosions and. Dom could do anything with a car. I don't know if you know that. Like literally yeah. anything. He could cook you steak saw, dinner with the car. A couple like of trailers. I honestly, I don't know which movies they're for. Um, I you know what? I appreciate a good wire. Oh, that was a you Tokyo know? Drift. I've never seen Tokyo Drift. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. No, he didn't even talk about. He was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. In. In. Um. What, you know, maybe we yeah, just need to do wild. like a two week. Do That's what all. it would take like you it would know. take like three weeks to cover this whole franchise. I feel like it would be a ball if we do we have to wait till February that. though? Fast and the Furious February. I don't know, it feels like that's a ways um, off. 
much alliteration. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the alliteration is nice. It does feel summery. Okay, so like summary. June yeah. in the movie that I remember that. But nobody, notes. but nobody yeah. pays attention to like podcasts really in the summer, so it's kind of like. Well, that might be perfect. People might want to thrash on the Fast and Furious movies in June <laughs> as, as people we'll kind of we'll taper off. That'll be our last we'll like hurrah before the summer, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll discuss it. Let's move on That's to the movies that we do have, uh, which are, as we said before, Robin Williams films. And of course, we all know that we lost Robin almost a decade ago, which is just wild wow. to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now it'll be a decade next year. Um, oh, right. it was 2014, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's wow. been a while. Uh, and my wife and I were, we were, you know, rattled. My she's, wife. she's pretty, <laughs> my wife, uh, she was pretty rattled at the point where we couldn't even watch Robin Williams movies like for a few oh. years because she mm-hmm. was just yeah. d- tanked by it. Um, I think she was the perfect age to like have him be her TV dad in a sense, you know, um, and he did play. That. He played the the dad in a lot of things. So he played the stuff. dad in a lot of stuff. Now that I really think about it, I was like, wow. Right. Yeah. He was very good dad. Yeah, yeah. he like he yeah. likes kids. He Mental likes kids. Yeah, yeah. So the, I don't mean that in a bad way. I know that. No, yeah. of, I mean, the context of that sounds weird. If you just came in, I was like, he likes kids. Like that doesn't sound great. <laughs> you know that but used to be a like, normal <laughs> sentence. Uh, it, was, it used you know? to be, but now yeah. in this day and age, it's not allowed. Right. Yeah. Now in this day and age, it's not. But I just want to clarify. Right. All right, so the first film we're going to discuss is Cadillac Man. This is a 1990 dark comedy. Uh, the reason this was brought up was because we watched Dog Day Afternoon about a week ago, and this was sparked. We talked about that. But the concept of this film is, in a sense, the same idea. It's this jackass that doesn't know what he's doing, breaking into a place, taking hostages, and it's the same basic plot, but... This is way different. Um, why don't we? Who has seen Cadillac Man previous to today or this week? So me. me, me and the yep. me and the all the movie things. So let's start with yeah. Ray. What's up, Ray? <laughs> what do you think of Cadillac Man starring Robin Williams? Um, it was weird to start. Like I weird. was, huh. I. <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, like, I was like following it, but it didn't really feel like it was accomplishing anything. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like I was just watching it, but there wasn't like a story. It was just kind of seeing him just like live his, I mean, I guess that's the story. It just was like the first hour was like, what is happening? He had multiple booze. It was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, It was very intense. It just felt like I could feel his anxiety kind of. Um, and then the pop-off happened and I was like, this is not where I thought this movie was going. It, it turned quick. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a lot. I mean, there was a lot of recognizable people. So I was like, that's mm-hmm. fun. People like, I always kind of like watching old movies and seeing faces of people who either did or didn't become mm-hmm. really big. Because sometimes people do, you know what I'm saying? They get that first like movie and then they do like TV roles and then, or they go get really like big movie roles. So it's fun to see that kind of transition. Um, but it was a, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, too much. I mean, I liked it in oh, okay. the end. Okay. But hmm. Yeah. All right. How about you, Locke? 
Um, I liked it. I'm sorry. I know that was a big pause. Like I didn't like it, but I, I, I liked it. It was a lot. This movie was like chaotic in a, in a sense, because I was like, I kind of feel like Ray. I was kind of like, so what are we doing? What are we doing? Because, because this man really never really changed. He just used his his sellerness to get people out of danger and then his wife he's like you want to try it again you haven't changed as a person you just almost died but okay anywho um i felt like there were elements that were kind of missing like you they kept bringing up the daughter he kept calling that younger girl his daughter and we never see the daughter until the end and i'm just like right like i didn't even see a photograph like we didn't see anything didn't even know it was his daughter at the end if she was just like my dad i was like oh okay that's his daughter okay that's nice um it one it was okay here it was funny i thought it was i thought it was hilarious um tim robbins is a gold mine i don't care what anybody says he's amazing <laughs> he was amazing to me in this film he plays he a doofus like, really well <laughs> yeah he he was just like all over the place it was just like this man went to shawshank what is happening i was like okay um the talent is amazing um Nice to see him and um him and Fran Dresser in another movie together because they were like in Jack and then they were this. They yeah. were like, I was just like, hello. That's something um, that happens on this show way often. A lot, like yeah. way too much. Speaking that, I was like, I wonder if she's gonna be in the next one. She was in the birdcage. I'd have been like, it's a Fran Dresser, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, I should have put her in this. Um, but um, I thought it was cool. But I do mimic like Ray. It was just like we watched a film about nothing. Which is okay because we had a TV show about nothing, and it you know it spanned the whole decade, and people loved it. But it it was it was for me it was like a typical '90s like we don't need to give you much for you to enjoy this film, right? And like I said, the comedy was there, everything was there. It was just like plot wise, it was just like this man did not change for the better. It's just that this this worked to his benefit because everybody found out about everybody and left him. Mind you, I was like, this man is beloved. Why is he broken? Like, I wanted to figure out why every woman in his life loved him. Mm -hmm. From his mother to all of the the, the people he was cheating on to his ex-wife. She's like, I miss you. Since when, girl? Like, I was just... He was being his authentic self, too, though. I didn't want... I mean, interrupt, but, like, that is the part that was kind of confusing because, like, they loved him for being himself, but also the fact that they didn't, I think, work out or weren't long term was also because of because he was who he was because like, he's being himself. It was just yeah. like so what? Because it's like he made all of them laugh, but laughter ain't the epitome of everything. But but again, like I said, I enjoyed the comedy most off of, of anything else. Plot wise, it's a '90s film, so I removed myself from that. I'm like it's '90s. It's, it's it is what it is. Writing was like lacking in the '90s <laughs> a bit, you know, when it when it came to certain things. But like. Comedy wise, I was like, this is hilarious. Like, this is like a hilarious film. So I enjoyed that aspect of it. All right. How about you, Brian? You've seen it before, watching it again? Oh, yeah. I've seen it multiple times. And I'd have to like disagree right off the bat, like that nothing was happening because like all that stuff was build up. Like, we had to like know all this stuff and all of this chaotic stuff that he has going on because when the powder keg finally goes off and everything comes to a head you're already feeling it like that chaos and anxiety, like, Oh my God, how's he going to get out of this one? And how's he going to like, how's he going to manipulate this? 
You know what I mean? So I'm the, but I'm biased because I've seen it too. So I already kind of like mm. knew that it was coming. And um and I and like I really enjoy this movie. And um I will I will agree too that like yeah, it doesn't seem like he changed. I but I can also like kind of see how him simply wanting to try again with his ex-wife was like the, start the of a hint change. of a change. Yeah, like we didn't really get to mm-hmm. see. But yeah, to me, that was what it what it was. But yeah, no, this this <laughs> it does like kind of just happen all of a sudden. It was like because literally Tim Robbins crashes through <laughs> the damn car 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 dealership and it like just changes and like no one was expecting that. I mean, there's like they kind of allude to it when when he Tim pulls Robbins, up the first you know, time he, the first time he rolls up and he's kind of mm-hmm. like just crazy. Yeah. And the know? guy hides because that shows you how crazy he is. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the talent in this is like, uh, like, no, talent's amazing. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just everyone's in this movie, you know, and it's a testament to like, well, all these films are a testament to like Robin Williams' mm-hmm. crazy range that he had just within mm-hmm. each film. Yep. Like, um, even all three this of one, these like are very different acting. For yeah, him. yeah, and with within each film though too, he had like bits of himself. You know, like, when yeah, he he'd be he'd be comedic. Himself. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you have to like get into like drama like real quick. Yeah, and bounce back and forth between the two, and um, yeah, Tim Robbins is really good. He, I mean, he doesn't know what he's doing. It's like the yes, it's the more slapstick version of you know oh, Al Pacino's character right. in Dog yeah, no, Afternoon, for sure. where no, Dog for Day sure. Afternoon still had some some humor, but it wasn't like this where it's like laugh out loud. Yeah. Where this he just leaned into him just like. No, just being a total goof and not having a clue just pure jealousy and pure you know rage and emotion and stupidity <laughs> yeah yes. so like this is a good yeah. idea yeah. yeah but um yeah, he was he had me literally like loling and i don't do yeah. that often right so i was it was there were multiple times where i was like ha <laughs> like it was a couple, i was like this is yeah. yeah 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 so I, I love this movie. Yeah, it's, I'm glad to hear you guys like this movie because this was the one I was worried about. Um, oh, yeah. Mostly because, again, this is not one most people have heard of. Uh, it's one of his lesser known roles. It is a dark comedy and not everybody likes to laugh about hostage situations. Um, right. Especially in a modern gun America, it can get tricky. But, I, you know, I'm still looking yeah. at this as like a picture of then, you know, and it's it's interesting because this mm-hmm. really does capture men really well in that era this is exactly yeah. how men were then and they keep trying to act like this is how the men have been forever uh this is it this is the way that dudes are uh, amongst almost yeah. all the dudes on the crew um just putting that out there yeah um, really none of the men in this are like great no you know <laughs> if you look at it like no well I, I, tim robbins like... may have gone off the rocker but we for all we know he was a good boyfriend she was just cheating we don't know that's the right. thing like he could be we, the yeah, only good I mean, one and then obviously not because yeah he's willing to take people hostage um yeah. i would he say shot her he did he did he, he shot did. a lot of people but i think it was oh, more boy. not he just doesn't out of control an ak like he's no it just isn't <laughs> yeah right so it's not even his gun, like, to the whole like, like start over thing that you guys have brought up um or like did he change he told um him the truth as he was getting into the ambulance he was like i never banged mm-hmm. her that's a big deal yeah. for him to tell the yeah, truth to someone yeah. so i think there's another little subtle yeah. kind of nod to him making yeah. change um 
it was how convenient. How chalked it up to that, 90s writing? Yeah. That's all. Well, it does. So it has a kind of a, a Seinfeldish, but also a more of a Woody Allen kind of feel. The way he talks to the camera in all those mm-hmm. shots um, kind of was that inspired. was busy for me too. I mean, I forgot to bring that up. That was very busy for me. I was like, I was like, is he gonna talk? I was like, he was. I was like, the voiceover was a lie. Right. And then I was like, not only because it was like he had the voiceover, but he was reacting to the voiceover mm-hmm. at the same time. And then he turned, and I was like, this is a lot. And, and I well, felt, I think a different angle might have worked a little better because the background was so starkly contrasting that it just kept Uh, there was a lot of this mm -hmm. when he was looking at us and it was distracting um but it was to build chaos as well they wanted that to feel as chaotic as the rest of the movie Um, but they do build i think the tension to the moment when he crashes through the window I, i agree with brian i think they build that up to the point. The first time I saw it, I still remember, and it's one of the reasons I like this movie. I was like, "What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah, what like, just happened?" What just happened? Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Was 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 authentic. Like you definitely were following his journey, and you could tell how desperate he was. Yeah, and just the fact that and... he was dealing with the couple. And then his girlfriend. That, yeah, him. yeah, yeah. That's right. And then, but but yeah. that was after the other guy from the funeral. Yeah, came came like, yeah. Was, and the dog yeah. was yiping like, oh all over the place. It was, it was right. like like yeah. they like yes. I get it because they they showed all these characters like yeah. simply they showed mm-hmm. them simply and then they just showed them all converging at yeah. once. And so, like, I got the feeling of like anxiety, and this is being overwhelming. Because, like, I was, because my first thought after that movie was done, I was like, "This is chaotic." Like, I was laughing about it. I was like, "This is chaotic." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So they 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 played that very well. Again, it's just like for me, I'm gonna keep saying it. It's just the '90s writing where, like, if you just threw in like a, another line or two, are you saying you wanted this movie to be longer? Not yeah. at all. <laughs> I thought it was a perfect length, personally. It's the I mean, for yeah, me, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. for me, a couple of lines doesn't equate to like fifteen extra minutes of footage. Sure, like yeah. it's just a, it's seconds, just a couple, maybe, yeah. right. like 30, 30 to forty seconds of like maybe him saying or just just. But again, like I said, I enjoyed the film. Like I just say, it's just that little things could have been thrown. Some more little things. No, like I, I hear what you're saying, and like in my brain, the way I think that that could have worked is utilizing the fourth wall break like as like a peak to the to mm-hmm. the to the like apex of the movie right. and when is when he crashes through the door that's when you like kind of freeze everything and i think kind of him speaking from the future at that point he's like i didn't know it but this is where everything was going to come to a kind of you know what I'm saying like him acknowledging yeah. that that was yeah. a breaking point for yeah. him in his situation and the decisions that he made like because that. like him relating to Tim Robbins character made complete sense like sense. he's like mm-hmm. you got a lot going on I got a lot going on I just want everyone to get out of here safe mm-hmm. and it's clear that he doesn't know what he's doing he came in he was angry his wife was cheating on him and crooks sometimes crooks they don't got a plan you know what i'm saying like not everybody knows what they're doing he's a genius like a methodical genius and just tells us the bomb was just a regular remote i knew he didn't have a bomb on him i was like you knew he did too that's a remote control they do sort of show it early yeah yeah that he was upset and needed someone to relate to him and because he already set up 
that he likes to sell and he clearly mm-hmm. can relate to people this is just this one situation where he randomly has to sell 12 cards he hasn't been missing his quota like he's clearly a good salesman and him being the person who's like fine if nobody else is gonna step up i'm right, just gonna, I'm gonna lie and play with me take mm-hmm. the heat off of everybody else because he knew he could sell his way out Average. so like i fully get that the progression of the movie is to get us to that point mm-hmm. but i do think like you said law like that one like i think a break in the chaos before yeah. push through the train wreck would have made a, yeah. a difference in the way that because the my thing, if you're going to go the audience if you're going to go fourth wall go fourth wall right if you're going to yes. if you're going to do voiceover do voiceover because it was just like it was like we only had that for a little bit in, the, in like in the beginning and maybe in the mid and then it just disappeared yeah. so it was just That's like true. did y'all get tired of it after a while like, I, I don't it? think it was needed then i i have to uh, i have to disagree because like okay. like all this because that's the whole point of like th- there would have been no point in him like talking to the camera and being like hey this is about to go down because we already we're already seeing that we're already like the film is leading us up to that already and i i just i don't know i'm i come from the the school of thought of like show don't tell you know when it comes to writing and film so i think i don't know i think it would have been i don't know if it would have hurt it but i don't know if it would have helped it either you know what i mean like i i think like we we already were getting there and i think we already got that kind of idea. No, like, but that's what I think what Ray means so about I don't think it being having like, dialogue there is going to do anything. You think about it, like him guiding us through the, like, because it doesn't well, make sense if they're showing him, like, sitting down next to Tim Robbins and then he breaks and he's like, well, now I have to tell him about what's going yeah, on with me. Like, I don't think she means it like that, but I'm, I mean, you're, you're no, I so know. Valid. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not I'm talking about the exact point like where everything's just, just like goes to hell. I, yeah, like, I just, I, I feel like if he was talking from a future, from a future space, I still think for me, I think that would still work if he was like speaking from like a future space. Even like a like, line or two like, is what you're saying. Even like a lot, li- yeah, over like even with like narration? a line or two, like near over with narration from like a future space. Because that's the case for me. There's no point of breaking the fourth wall or or having a voiceover at all within this film because they're showing his life, they're showing mm-hmm. the chaos, they're showing the buildup. There's no point of it at all. To to eat for well, him in the beginning, there kind of is because we don't know anything you know? about him. True. You know, see, so I, I think in the beginning it worked, but like, yeah, like not having it throughout, I don't think hurt it because I don't know. Like, like I said, I've seen the film multiple times, so that's like my. I was gonna say, I, I, I have but, the same problem. I've seen it so many times that I've already picked this film to pieces and then put yeah. it back together and again, again in a sense, and now mm-hmm. it's like a classic in my mind. So, mm-hmm. I you're seeing it with fresh eyes, and I'm not, or you know, and I'm not going to speak for Brian. Right. I'm not seeing it with fresh eyes. So I'm not remembering what I was like because it was I was 12 when this came out or 13 or something. And I saw it then uh, because this was R rated enough and there's no nudity that my parents were like, whatever. (laughs) All right. Um, It's Robin Williams. Right. Go for it. Um, Exactly. It's Mark from Ork. So I I can see (laughs) how there would be a complete split in this having two new sets of eyes on it versus, you know, the two like long term sets of eyes. It's it's the way movies are. This is kind of showing that in a sense. Um, that we can totally see them at different times from different perspectives and nostalgia will give you that. I personally um, still have this weird nostalgia about this movie because I remember always watching it whenever it came on and be one, I'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah. Cadillac man. I'll watch this. And it was always on later at night. So I was, it's the one I remember from when I was wow. 13, 14, 15 years old, where I'd just be like, Oh, Cadillac man, cool, dumb, silly comedy. Um, and so I have like a lot of love for this movie, even though it is, 
not amazing. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna knock it. I think it's hilarious, but it's no, no. understandable. So the rating it gets it. is like, fair, this, I think, but I it's love this film. but I love I it, that. right? Good. So anyway, yeah. it's just a thought. Um, Twelve cars on that lot, and like two in days. two days. Screw you, mm-hmm. dude! I'm looking for a new job. Like, don't they, they sold Mercedes and Cadillac and like Porsche? No, you're not selling twelve of those. Like those guys struggle also, to sell one of those a week. Look at the neighborhood we in. What we like? This ain't even a. I was like, no offense to the people, but this is not a like a big yeah, like neighborhood. No. <laughs> That's probably why he was selling everywhere he could go. Like, tell so and so, tell your friend, tell your friend. That boy was soliciting. Are everywhere. you trying to sell me a car that work at my husband's you have funeral? To do in like networking and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're not gonna get someone to walk on that lot and and pull off in a Mercedes. Like, you're just especially you're just like, like around the corner and it's like, like that's a lot. Like, couple or like yeah. just coming in <laughs> looking for. Yeah. I'm not about to buy like a Benz. Like, what do you mean? Well, especially like, if they're coming in, they're asking for an American car. I'm glad he showed him a Cadillac at least, because I'm like Benz. Yeah, yeah. Ben yeah. sort of like, is yeah, now, we, but not. He was not like, "Cause ben. everything in America is real." I mean, he's like, "Nothing's fake in America." Like, fake. I was like, "That's hilarious." Uh-huh. I was like, "He's a liar," and I dig it. Like, I love it. So, who do you think he should have ended up with? Nobody. He should have been alone. Mm. <laughs> I think that I think a, a big piece of his growth would have been choosing to be single mm-hmm. because he was clearly clinging to the relationship with his ex-wife. Like sometimes you can right. love someone and not be good for them. Like mm-hmm. that is, I think, a, a huge thing. Um, and clearly him and uh, Fran Drescher, like the thing, like you were saying, La, is like these women genuinely loved him they loved but, him man. but sometimes loving someone through their flaws is detrimental to you for sure and i think that him mm-hmm. acknowledging that he was not good or contributing positively to their life because people cheating that's their business i don't agree with it but if someone is willingly cheating and they know that they're married and they you know that they're married like what i'm i can't tell you what, to what do. can i do but, 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 but in yeah. the situation that he was just in that infidelity caused potential people to lose their lives yeah he should have been like yeah. i'm not gonna be with you Lori petty's character wasn't married but also you weren't being honest with her she didn't know about these other women at mm-hmm. least grand dresher knew about his ex-wife right you know what i mean like right. i think that that would have been the growth he's like hey like he breaks up with these women Brand Fran Drescher's husband doesn't want to break up. Like him being single, I think at least for his character would have showed growth. Yeah. I think it would have been yeah. nice if he's like, can we have a like that ending scene could have been like a like a well, you know, let's this is not me trying to get back dinner? together with you, but can we have family dinner? Yeah. Like that's literally what I was saying. Like, can we have family dinner? Because it's like obviously you need to figure out your his like he needs to figure out like his relationship with women of all like across the yeah board. like that that whole situation should be like a rock bottom right. moment right yeah like you know like he's doing like okay I, he should be like okay I, I basically to... got this like built this you know yeah. so yeah like she took his key 
working back up to deserving that key, key? even though they're yeah. not together, but to at least be have access to the home where yes. their child lives child with is, her. Right, because... I think that that kind of would have been like, I know I didn't earn it before, but maybe we can work back right. to where to we're yeah, better exactly. at co-parenting. Like that. He should that would be kind of a cool line too, mm. maybe, you know, where he mentions the key, like, hey, I'd love to like try to get that key back or something like that, you know? Right. Like, yeah, and that could be like an inception type of thing where it's like, it could be like <laughs> Does he get right. the key? Does he get the Cadillac key? Cadillac Man 2, 20 years does later. Yeah. Like, does he? Yeah. Like, uh -huh. I feel like that's a great ending. He's like, well, maybe, maybe you know, I could come I mean, they still leave it. We don't know if they get back together. Like, right, yeah, we still, like, yeah, you know, it's, sure. it's, Listen, the smile on her face. I know, but he'll screw up in a week. He'll screw up in a week. Lila will make some new outfit and ask Asked him to go to clubbing again and give him another pompadour. <laughs> no, Lila yeah. famous now. She was like, listen, her yeah, 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 she's a Lila baby. Said, Lori Petty, I love her so she's much. She's a man. Anytime I see I love me some Lori Petty. She That's always true. she always knows the assignment and she doesn't I love her. I so love her. She's he, very underrated. He dated two women with very pitchy voices in this movie. I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> and yet his but wife honest, his wife had kind of a much deeper first of all. I love her and I couldn't remember. Pamela Reed. I saw her before. Can it go the cop, uh, baby? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, when I saw her, I was like, but no, but Fran Dresser actually lowered the pitch of her voice in this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she was closer to her normal tone. Then she was like the friend from the nanny. Like she yeah, was like, the nanny's not. Closer. Right. Yeah, this, she though, was close though. This is a fire like, role yeah. for her. She plays this character to oh, yeah, yeah. literal she perfection. She knows the assignment too. Right. I don't care what nobody say. Fran knows what she's, she's doing too. Yeah, I love her. She's great. Yeah. She's amazing. Beauty and the, what's that, Beautician and the Beast? Oh my God. just to be said about people who are brilliant at being character actors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because oh, like that is the, like, I, like we love a big, a big name movie star but like the movie has 400 other people in it exactly like they have to flesh out the world as well you know like yeah 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 without them they're yeah they're just like robots what are we doing you might as well put the cgi people in like movies are doing so i've been watching i've been watching a lot of young sheldon talking about character actors i just had to bring this up but there's two character actors that show up in young sheldon that are phenomenal that people know, but then they're like, I know that guy from, and one of them is Wallace right. Sean. I don't know if you guys know who Wallace Sean is off the top of your head. Yes, sir. Uh, inconceivable. He was, a, he was a teacher from Clueless. Teacher, oh, yeah. teacher, teacher from Clueless. Yeah. Uh, who is amazing. <laughs> um, and he plays He's Sheldon's in professor. That boy be in everything. I tell you, he'd be in everything. And but... then there's a character um, from season five who is actually a um, an, an old Mad TV uh, alum. Uh, which kind of threw my my brain off. Um, I'm trying to get his name. Go go ahead. I'll I'll look it up as we go here. Um, it's so many. I I feel like I know who you're talking about. White man. Let me see. Big Tall. big white guy. Big like me. Big white big, guy, yeah. big bulky oh, white guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember his name though. But I can't either. And it's see. driving me nuts. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you figure that out. But um, I saw a TikTok with him. It wasn't like yeah. it wasn't his TikTok, but he was he did a Jesse the Body Ventura impression, nice. and it was like. 
spot on. It was a, it was incredible. Yeah, I was like, who does Jesse the Body Ventura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, but that's also, but that's Whoa. also a very deep cut of a, of a Jesse. Yeah, sure. like, that's a deep cut, man. Yeah, that's it was nice. it was incredible. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Cadillac Man, for all intents and purposes, was an enjoyable film. Like for all its purposes, I can because I can pick apart anything. Honestly. Yeah, there's some stuff in it. I can pick sure. apart in game of you know any mm-hmm. Avengers movie. You can pick apart anything. So like picking apart aside, I if I audibly laugh, I'm in. Right. Like because I don't audibly laugh, I'm always like, like huh, that's funny. I, to your point, Brian. Like, and I I feel you. I understand where your experience with the film makes the next time you view it like you said lot like it's always good to watch even a movie you don't think that you like initially more than Multiple once times. because yeah. you catch things differently like yeah. i love rewatching things like i would mm-hmm. i don't there's very few movies i've ever just seen once mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. when you're watching mm-hmm. it initially like i'm an emotional watcher so i yeah. i want to feel it first yeah. And then when you get when you watch it again, you see things you didn't see before. Mm-hmm. It's you can oh, never yeah. catch things the first time. And so your experience having seen it multiple times absolutely changed the way that you perceive it. Yeah. Um, no, 100%. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, totally I, I would definitely watch like, it again because I like know a, it would it would change, change the emotions mm-hmm. you have the next time yeah. you watch it. It would change. Kind of knowing where yeah. he where he's going in the story. Yeah, yeah, and I think with all these films, there's there is something to that. Like I'm able to like now be like, ooh, you know, oh, there's 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 a thing that wouldn't fly today, kind of, you know, those <laughs> for sure. And like, what's funny too is you mentioned like I've seen the I've seen Return of the Jedi countless times. Okay, yeah. I just saw it in theaters, you know, this weekend, yeah. Saturday, and I just noticed like, so Han Solo tells this group to like meet us back at you know the it's on the moon of endor and meet us back at the like you know the little yeah meeting area where they're going to meet at 0300 i just caught that i'm like how does oh, time work in star wars you were- it's <laughs> three in the morning yeah, on yeah. earth and i'm like what is going on like that's like blew my mind i was like oh my god i'm just now catching this like Oh, three. Yeah. What is O three hundred in Star Wars? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. this is also subtitles, time. though, because you saw it enough times to finally catch that. But subtitles will help you catch yeah. those little things sometimes. Just putting that out. There. Yeah, that's yeah. what they need. That's what they need me doing subtitles. Because man, and the- subtitles even on things I've seen before. Like I, I always have my subtitles on. Yeah, me too. So when I'm watching Star Trek, I notice that the words change in the context. It's not always, unfortunately, the dialogue that they're saying. I think sometimes they have what's on the script but not oh, what they yeah, are actually yeah. saying and i'm like yeah totally that yeah. changes the whole meaning of or that. you get a really it's sloppy mean, captionist like who does something. a terrible job i've seen that before yes. yeah i've applied for that job i didn't get it i'm so i thought i, I figured I out who will... it was by the way if you guys want to know the the character yeah, it it's will sasso Yes, yeah. Will Sasso. Yes. Brilliant I know the name. Character. I know yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he does things like this, where he's just a simple dad on a show, or he does Shameless, yeah. where he's a psychopath, uh, or he does uh, th- something like Drop Dead Gorgeous, where he plays, unfortunately, you know, n- not not altogether their character um, yes. that everybody loves. Uh, are we on Cops? You know, he does that a lot. Oh, Will uh, Sasso. Wasn't he on... Um... Mad TV? Mad TV, yeah. So that was yeah. his first yep. big ah, breakout. Yeah. Oh, so. okay, yeah, yeah. So he's hilarious. He really is. Yeah, he does a bunch of great impressions. Yeah. Yeah. 
That said, but. I think we can totally uh, throw the rating on this film and move on to the next Robin Williams film we have. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and go in the same order? Lieutenant Commander Ray, what do you give Cadillac Man? Um, I would give it a 7 out of 10. I liked it. Solid 7. How about you, Ray, uh, Law? Why did I say Ray? Do oh, Ray. Yeah, no, sorry. You guys both have <clears throat> those names <laughs> that, that both fit. Women look alike to no, you? no, it's more yeah. that you're both on the, the I mean, Do Ray. You're yeah. Not like, yeah. Do Ray, Mi, Fa, yeah. So, La, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm kidding. Um, I'm a mimic Ray. Um, so you were right for calling her name again. Um, <laughs> I gave it a solid seven. Like, I, I wouldn't mind watching this again. I wouldn't mind partaking again, seeing things that maybe I didn't catch the first go around maybe digging a little deeper into some of these like character things you know so yeah mm-hmm. so this is the kind of movie if somebody's like man i want to see a robin Williams movie i've never seen you'd be like oh cadillac man watch this i'll be like yeah let's check out yeah. cadillac man let me see what you say about it when i sit my tea on this right <laughs> how about you brian uh it's an eight for me it's like you know it's one of those that was like would be like oh if it was on i'd you know i'd watch it again kind of thing you know so yeah it was, it was fun to watch this one again because it's been a while and but like there's so Jack was the first watch for me this time, but the birdcage and Cadillac Man were like my mom was a big proponent of like why I love movies. So I watched these two movies a lot with my mom. So these were awesome. always a watch, yeah. So awesome. Yeah, I'm the same way. I think my dad and my mom both got me into movies and they don't even know how they got me into movies. They were just like they right. took me to movies and I'm like, these are great. And they're like, I mean, yeah, they're good but yeah know, yeah I, I went a little further <laughs> yeah. i guess um it's an addiction yeah i'm gonna give it an eight as well and i think nostalgia is playing a big part in that i don't care uh this yeah. is a fun movie yeah. i still laugh this time and i've seen it probably a dozen times um yeah anything robin does is worth a watch i think that's a true just down his list uh okay. if you like tim robbins check out this movie because this is him this, this is, is him this is him yeah, like, so like yeah this, this is bull durham and this one are where he plays the kind of total idiot yeah um, yeah he's so good at bull durham yes this, this, <laughs> oh this God, tim robbins reminds me of nothing to lose tim robbins yep. slightly yep. Never seen he has movies. he has so, shawshank and then he has yeah. this and what's interesting is the player yeah. is a mix of both that's what's interesting. Oh man, the player is so good. It really is. Yeah, yeah. That's on HBO Max right now, too, if yeah. you want to check it out. That's actually a movie about movies on the inside. Making movies, yeah. yeah. It has um, a really good like opening too. It's like it's like a one It's a one yeah. An opening. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a ton of the people. The cast in that is movie. insane. Yeah. Oh my god. Because yeah. they basically yeah. were like, Can you be where you'd normally be? And we'll come by with a camera. Tim will yeah, be basically, this, yeah, Tim's gonna play a producer, and you yeah, guys yeah. just need to talk to him like he's your producer or a producer around town. That's the whole freaking movie. Um, But it's scripted. It's not it's not just like off the cuff, but you know, they're all professionals. No, that's no, you wouldn't if you start watching the movie, you're not gonna think that it's yeah, I don't think it's it doesn't it's not a mockumentary. I mean I guess it's sort of there's no like Janine's correct. (laughs) Howard the Duck, he was he was tops in that too. You are dense. And again, this is that's the goofy Tim Robbins. Like there's serious Tim Robbins, there's goofy Tim Robbins. So Uh all right. Uh, we're going to move on. It is. It uh, is. We're going to move on to the next Tim Robin movies or movie. Sorry. And this time Robin we're going to be talking about. Did I say Robbins William? You, you said, said Tim, Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins Tim. Quit put all you these Robins in movies. Like, the next Tim Robbins Williams films. <laughs> like I think I'm tired. That's okay. We're going to move on to Jack. Um, this is a 1996 release. Francis Ford Coppola directed. Starring, of course, 
yeah, Robin no Williams, right, right, produced and, re- and directed. Oh, that was, um, I, that was I like, saw the producer, but I was like, oh, that's cool. He produced this, and right. there's the director. I was like, what the? <laughs> isn't that the, isn't right? that the Godfather <laughs> guy? No, yeah. Um, so it's got Robin Williams, Diane Lane, Jennifer Lopez, and one person I had completely forgotten was in this movie, Bill Cosby. Uh, I yeah. didn't remember he was in it. I saw it on the title card. I was like, I know. <laughs> and when he came across it, because I wasn't watching when that popped up. And when he came on screen, I went, yeah. And I kind of just was like, man. okay, just watch the movie. Just let it happen. And if you yeah. just take him out of it, at least he's not like in it a lot, right. you know, take so him out like, of it. And that's a good character. Like I like the right. character. The character is needed. For sure. I, don't know. Just, I mean, I don't know. It was I difficult for me. Differently. I won't, I won't get it. I won't get into that. It's, it's people feel how they feel about all things. True. And I respect. It just took me time is all I'm saying. By the end of the movie, I didn't care. Right. I was just like, I'm watching the movie. Right. Again. Yeah, yeah, but this yeah. is the first no, film I get it. If it's that like, I've seen him in. First time I've seen him in since all of that went down. Literally, no, I get yeah, that. so exactly. I was yeah. like, I get that. It like shocked me for a minute, so and no, I had to like I, I digest it. So. But other than that, let's go into this movie. Uh, we'll start. Who had everybody seen Jack? I haven't seen. Jack I had I had seen it, but it's been a really long time. Let's start with Brian, since we started with Ray, and he hadn't seen it. We'll start with Brian. What do you think of Jack? I was not expecting this movie to get me emotional, for sure. Like I like, yeah, definitely cried in it. Um, and the thing is, too, it's like. Oh damn! What a concept. You already know this is gonna be kind of like, kind of heartbreaking, you know, and and like seeing, and then like Diane Lane's in it. I'm like in love with Diane Lane. Sorry, but she's gorgeous. <laughs> Man. Okay. Yeah, she's gorgeous. It's kind yeah. of it's kind of disgusting. Right. Diane Lane. Just, just saying. Like, I'm sorry. That's not fair. Yeah. Um, but like watching the her, you know, the parents. Mm-hmm during the graduation like broke yeah. me up to was like oh man yeah so but it was it was really great like i it's got a really terrible like rating like it's got 17 percent oh man when this came out Five, when this came out when this came out people were because i think it's because francis Ford coppola directed it people were thinking that this was going to be something different because right. he directed it and he has a whole quote about like he pretty much was just like yo like I thought this was a great film. I thought it was, Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun directing this film. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. he was like, I don't see people's issues with the film. Like he was very confused on people's issues. Yeah, yeah. Continue, I'd right? be confused too. Like, yeah. And then again, this is like I mentioned earlier, this is another great example of Robin Williams. Like, Absolutely. I mean, man, just the little things he does. I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy. He has to be a 10 year old, <laughs> you know, like, and he does these like really great things and the kids are really great. You know, um, mm. Jennifer Lopez, man, yeah. I was like totally surprised she was in this. Like, and then seeing Fran Drescher pop up too, I was like, what is yeah. going on? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I really, I really like like this movie. Uh, so. Don't forget, Journey Smollett is in this. Movie. I know. Oh my god! Yeah. Right away, I was like, that's. Oh my god! You cannot mistake her. Like, yeah, <laughs> she was really good. Yeah. And I think the girl that played her at the end was actually her sister. No, was her older sister. Yeah, her oh, older sister, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. We're going to get to that trope because that trope bugs me, but we'll get to that. Okay, I'll do we it now. Exactly the same. They look exactly the same <laughs> 10 years or eight years later. Like I'm like, yeah, they wouldn't even have that. Yeah. Nobody's Except fashion Jack, stays the same when they're 10. Yeah, but yeah, I, I honestly love that trope because it's such a, like, I like it when it's done like this because it's such a fast scene. 
You mm-hmm. have to just know yeah, who the yeah. people you gotta are. Know them. Exactly. You gotta know them. Sit here and be like, I know. And they definitely so picked the kids to be a different enough. You know, the one kid had the, the like John John had the yeah. the big keep hair. Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep the boxes and you trip and fall. Keep yeah. I love it. I was like, for keep sure. it. I was, I was right. for it. Yeah, I still don't like it, but I see your point. I see. Your I point. respect it. And I didn't have enough time. Point. Yeah, exactly. How about you, Ray? What did you think of Jack? Um. So I, the only thing I distinctly remembered about this movie is that J Lo was in it. Like I remember she was his teacher. Um. But everything else about her, I was like, I don't remember what made this so sad. Like I remember right. it being sad. I didn't remember it being this sad. Right. Also, maybe I'm a grown-up now, and that makes it more sad. I don't know. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Mortality, right? I thought Jennifer was really sweet. Like, yeah. she just seems so wholesome. Um, uh, Snitty, one of the things I did make a note of, as soon as I saw um, Bill Cosby's name in the title card, was um, I said this made me inconceivably sad at what his actions did to his legacy. Because right. I know for some people that doesn't, that doesn't break you but for me it's like it makes me hard to enjoy like he was always one of my favorite people like i owned bill cosby himself on vhs like so did I. I love bill yeah. like wore the tape out owned. um mm-hmm. so it hurts and so much was great too. like yeah um but otherwise like there were some things about it like initially i was like this could get ableist real quick. Like, mm. I'm real nervous about how this goes down. Mm. Um, but I think that the time in which it was made kind of le- leaves some room for that. Um, the story and the acting, I thought, was really beautiful. I think it was really tastefully done. Mm. Um, because th- I think that the the idea of it to kind of emphasize a feeling of othering but the children actors were all so compassionate and they all did such a great job at not seeming like sometimes when people write kids, they don't write children. They write small yeah, adults and they right. don't love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He exactly. actually felt like, like kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And For sure. Robin's acting, like, did he ever win an Oscar? No. He did win an Oscar so. for Goodwill Hunting, did? supporting actor. Oh, sorry, actually, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 my bad. I, I think that people, maybe people younger than us, might think that the 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 love we have for him and his talent is kind of overhyped. But like, mm-hmm. y'all just mm-hmm. haven't seen enough of his work right. that he earned <laughs> yeah. every single second of mm-hmm. his, so I feel like, oh, yeah. how amazing he is. Like, I believed him. I was in tears when he it. put the oxygen mask on like i kind of oh, yeah. I was like, yeah not the oxygen mask yeah. and the kids all like even the kids that kind of were picking on him initially and they came around like they missed him they wanted kids to come understand that like kids can be assholes sometimes but they also really still understand that sometimes you just need a friend and they were like and when he picked up the picture of the class um, photo. I was just like, honestly, I can't take more guys. I just, yeah. I loved every second of it. I thought yeah, it was yeah, beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. How about you, Law? I already know you love this movie. Yeah, yeah it's it goes without saying. Um, because this is like my whole childhood. Like y'all talk about nostalgia for Cadillac Man. Like this is. Yeah. I was. This came out in '96. I was 10 years old. 
Um, I was talking mm. to somebody about this. Damn, I so think you were his age. He was his like, age. Like damn. I was a kid. Like yeah, I was yeah. like in, I was like living these scenes. So and I was talking to my I was talking to my friend about it and I was explaining like I won't say that this is the film that like made me want to look at other films because I've been watching films mm-hmm. for as long as I can remember watching films. But this is the film that I remember being a film that I understood. It made me understand nuance. Like it made me mm-hmm. understand. I understood every scene I watched. And that's this movie was like the catalyst for me being like, so what does other movies mean? Mm-hmm. Right? Because I think for a long time, all I watched was like animation. And I like, you know, animation yeah. is that hard to understand, especially back in the 90s. It's like, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But this was like a film where I was like, oh, wow, this, oh, they're doing this because of this. And he's, it like my brain was moving. It was like I grew up a little bit when I watched this film. So like this film has like a very special place in my heart. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I loved everything about this. I I think there are moments because when I have to do improv, they, they people always be like, "Be a child," and you know, adults don't know how to be children. Correct. Um, <laughs> we always play children like, well. <laughs> Yeah, like it's ugly when we play children. So, so for me, like watching this now as an adult, I can see moments where I'm like, Robin's doing a little too much. Yeah, but I still enjoyed it. Like, but that's just like my my brain moving and being like, you know, nitpicky and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, I love this film. I think it's funny. I think it's heartwarming. Um, I I tear up and I cry every time I watch it because it's just like, it's especially the scene between. Um, Jack and Woodruff when he was just like telling him about the stars and everything and he was just like I just want to be a regular star and I'm just like oh my gosh I'm like oh yeah he's like he's like 10 being like I want to be because it's like I I fought his parents slightly because I understand it you know emotionally and mentally he is a 10 year old and he he's in the body of a 40 year old mm-hmm. but why haven't y'all told him about his condition I mean like, he does I know I think he knew yeah. Was, because, yeah. like, and I was gonna say this actually. He writes it down. Done. The part when he mm-hmm. was in in the class and the little girl said she wanted to get married. When no, she no, 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 no. I meant no, no, no. I meant earlier. I meant earlier before he like he didn't know he did he didn't know earlier. They told him eventually because he was like she was like we'll talk about it later. And he's like, well, when he didn't know until he went to school. Like he didn't know okay. about his condition until he went to school, and I was I like, I again, I don't and I was like, oh, and I because like remember he was playing like like running around with his mom, and he was like they were like playing games, and he was underneath the bed, and she found him, and he's like, why can't I go to school? Like I want to go to school, and she was like, it's a lot of things. And he's like, what's the things? And she was like, it's I'll I'll tell okay, you. He's like when yeah. like, he doesn't know until he goes to school that he that mm-hmm. he has a condition like he knows like don't get it twisted he can see yeah. in the mirror but he that, it doesn't dawn on him is what you're saying but it, it doesn't, doesn't right no, that it makes doesn't, sense. And i don't and i don't think they really explain to him like what it is like and then eventually he starts explaining it to the kids because mm-hmm. when him and mm-hmm. lewis are right into the sleepover he's like so what you just age faster than us he's like yeah four times faster. Like he now he knows but it was like yeah he grew up this time and you guys didn't explain to him like i was just like like as an adult, like now, I'm like, don't think about stuff like that though. Like no, my know, nieces right yeah. now are like seven and twelve, mm-hmm. and so sometime in between there is when they start. Like my niece, like she's a really, really like intellectually smart seven year old, but she's still just a seven year old. Yeah, and so when you try and especially when it's a condition like that where it's like 
it's hard to get to allow yourself like as a parent obviously I'm not a parent yet but I do have a very big family and so like my niece she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis when she was 14 years old and she broke her ankle and she couldn't play basketball anymore like she had a blood condition where she didn't clot Mm -hmm. and so like when kids get conditions very young like that you have to be delicate and sometimes it's Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're protecting yourself more by not telling. I mean, that's like, but, but yeah. see, but like that's how I'm looking at it, right? I'm looking at it more yeah. so that like oh, she totally they're protecting. protecting oh, for yeah. sure. Like I 100 like get that. But but again, I grew up with a mother who like a lot of things in my life happened at a young age, mm-hmm. and she explained them to me in a way that I could understand at the age that I was. And then when I got older and I asked more questions, okay, now mm-hmm. I'm like 14. She can explain it this way. Now I'm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I get that. I just like, to me, that's a trope in movies yeah. that I don't like yeah. because kids are way smarter than what people give them credit for. And he's a 10 year old. When he looks in the mirror, he does not see a 10 year old. Yeah. And you have him isolated and he sees kids outside. So like, me nitpicking a movie that I watched for years, I was just like, man, if they would have just like, I wish they would have told yeah. him because like, I felt like he had to go to school to be picked on for them to be like, because in his house, there's nothing wrong with him. Right. Right. You know right. what I mean? Except for maybe his parents' out. size as he climbs into their bed, you know. <laughs> no, that scene is always funny to me because it's just like yeah. three adults, three adults in bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and he has to like lean like, over <laughs> as an actor and kiss both the actors. Just, Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awkward, man. Um, but I don't know. Like for me, this is like one of my favorite films. It's a one. It's a film I haven't watched for a long time because, like, I've watched it so much throughout my youth that I was like my adulthood to chill out on partaking in this film for a little bit. I don't need to. I know what's happening. Like I almost didn't watch it because I knew what was happening. But I was like, it's always good to have a refresher. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, let's not be that person. Well, um, there's also but there's I, subtleties that you might not remember that mm-hmm. I might right that I might not remember so I was like let me go back and like watch it but I, I just loved it I loved everything about it I love that he was still friends with everybody I love that it, it sometimes it only takes you having a core group of friends that understands that for mm-hmm. then the world understands because that mm-hmm. core group does and like I, and I love that they're like the whole time at graduation Lewis is looking for him like that's his best friend like and that's what I mean about kids being like a little bit smarter than what people give them credit mm-hmm. for because his assignment was amazing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's something a kid could write and could articulate yeah. for themselves at like 10 years old. You know, he still should you have got an mean? F though because he didn't do the assignment. <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, I mean... He did do the assignment. He did do the assignment. He said, even though I don't know what I want to be when I, I grow up, I want to know who kidding. I want to be like. You're a yeah. terrible teacher. <laughs> and I don't want you teaching kids anything. <laughs> hey, I do a I do a podcast in IT. I don't I don't teach I don't right. teach anybody. That's anything. terrible. So um but yeah, I love this, but but what did you think of Jack's movie? So this is like my third time watching it. I did see it back in the day. I remember having very fond feelings about this movie. Robin Williams across the board. Cool, creative idea. No, I don't remember it being Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, I think it's odd that it's Francis Ford Coppola. I do see where the critics were coming from. I'm a weird one on the panel. Uh, I thought that for somebody who had done two extraordinarily famous and artistic films in a lot of ways, or three, so Godfather, Godfather Part Two, and then Apocalypse Now, uh, that we could have gotten maybe a little sharper film in a sense it feels jarring in moments um some of the cuts are a little weird to me when he looks up in the rain and sees the sky and it's moving by at a million miles an hour 
I'm like, is this like your one metaphorical moment or something? Like, I, it was just, it felt out of place. Subtle things, little things. Is it still good? Yes. Is it still fun? Yes. Is it, did it make me cry? Yes, 100%. I cried at the end, um, like everybody else. I was thrown by some things. Um, the Fran Drescher character should have picked up on him being a kid way sooner than she did. Um, so that's weird. Uh, but she was drunk at least the that's second comedy. time. The second I don't time. know. The son was like, she's looking for love in all the wrong it is. places. It's a comedy. I thing. just feel like, I just feel like Lewis kind of, kind of set her character up. She's looking for love in all the wrong places. So like, but then she, she goes to the bar and she's flirting yeah, she's with like literally kind of everybody. Blinded. Right? Everybody. Yeah, yeah. She just found somebody like kind of goofy and silly, and she was just like, all right. I mean, I kind of buy her being ditzy because right. didn't the same thing happen to Tom Hanks and Big? Like, it's just yeah. I know. No, for sure. I know. Yeah. And that's another movie with the same weirdness. Um, the other one was reversed, and it's when I think it's the um, George character, the Georgie character. He's the one that's kind of like the flirt of the group. Hits on J-Lo in the most cringy and terrible way and says, I want to be a gynecologist when I grow up. And she's yeah. like, if she's <laughs> like, why? And he's like, because of you. And I was just like, oh, God, that is cringe as hell. Um, Which is weird. So. So that's a kindergarten cop connection too, because yeah. there's a gynecologist whole gynecologist joke in there too. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just so I mean, it's weird. I, I don't know. I, it shows it's the nineties. It's the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just feel like I know kids. I knew kids like that in school. They like fed off of their dads and stuff like that. And I, they, I get that. Like, I feel like I feel like his dad made a joke like that. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure. I'm not. It's nothing against the reality oh, of it. Cringy. No, it, it's it's, it's that it, it. This feels like a family yeah. film until that moment felt like wait but in the 90s it would have been a family film now they would never put that joke in there oh, with no. a kid saying it and it's just it's because just it's weird. like a low-hanging fruit joke too so like like everybody's like you really you really want to put that well and no, she just my wife pointed this out she literally just goes now i want you to take this seriously yeah like really. she didn't even like <laughs> bat an eye at it which yeah, was the yeah, i think the part like... that threw us off the most like she didn't even care oh. um but that's again even like teachers don't for a moment. They'd be like, "Ugh, I didn't hurt at all." Right. All right, go sit, go go do your, take it seriously. Do your do your work. Be quiet. <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay. Um, I'm glad she denied him. Uh, as in Jack uh, going to the dance right. because as soon as he tried to yeah. kiss her, it crossed a line. Had he asked to just have her chaperone, that might have been one thing. But as soon as he tried to kiss her, she was like, "I know what your intentions are. This is no longer just like cool people yeah. hanging out at a dance." Well, that's like um, such yeah, a heartbreaking sure. moment too for him because he he doesn't belong. You know what I mean? Like, where does he belong? Because like he can't bring a girl who's no. actually his own age. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can't. He's, like, trying, he's trying to fit somehow. Yeah, like what? Like man, like ugh, well, I did yeah, like the death scene. The death scene get you too, Brad? Was you like, God yeah? Damn it. So <laughs> man, because there is that that he can't do. He can't date a ten year old because people would beat him yeah. up. And if he dated a woman, then yeah. that woman like, should be arrested. So both yeah, are bad, so, like, but what? then there's the moment where he, he gets um, to the bar and he's hanging out and he's talking to Michael McKean. And yeah. I love, this is one of my favorite moments where he <laughs> actually relates to this 40 year old dude with hair right. loss. And he's like, yeah, why yeah, does yeah. it, you know, and they're like talking about their, their hair and their necks and their backs. And it's like, and I'm the same basic age. So I'm just like, oh, this scene is, this is genius. Cause it, it really showed what he really felt like and his mom never related and yeah. he's even older than his dad right. technically right so his dad's like right. felt like they're like yeah. 35 this is wild um yeah. she older than both his parents right oh my God, right um now this movie is really sad because if you really think about it i'm about to 
say the worst thing. Um, so they should have just at the end been like one week later and just showed the cemetery. That's what they that's what they should have done. Oh man. No. Wow. To start I that. would have been on the floor. Don't need that. Yeah. Fit it up. It's implied. I know it's implied, already, but our brains are already going there. Like when yeah. he said like, I know yeah. what? Yeah, right. What, yeah, when he said that too, it was like you say that, but I can't have like a little voiceover at the end of Calac. <laughs> no, we don't need that either. It's just no across the board. That too Nothing. Don't worry. No. We're not, um, that's not. I don't know. To me, wow. it could have taken yes. Jack from being this like fun family comedy to a dark right, comedy. Right. right? It would have gone right over to dark. Yeah. Uh. I mean, but I love that this film is a testament to the fact that he lived anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? He lived anyway. Like, he, like, everybody expected him to be, like, a goner. And he was just like, nah, man, I got school and I got friends. Yeah. We about to go out and have a good time. Like, I, yeah. I love that. And, he, like, that's, and, that's the, and that's the thing, too. Like, he didn't just, like, live as in keep going. Like, he, like, yeah. lived his life. Like, he was, like, doing, and that was the whole theme of the whole damn movie. You know what I mean? Like, don't we waste don't it. know. Like, time is fleeting. Yeah. You know? Um, and to, like, address the whole, like, um sky stuff i think that was like because we see it multiple times i think that was a way of representing like that's kind of how time is for robin williams care for jack mm -hmm. you know like it's just like going by so fast you know what yeah. I mean? but that's what the butterfly symbolizes that butterfly the butterfly i liked that i liked it was the sky thing yeah. that i was yeah, like the if the they had added stuff. a bit more of that it might have worked yeah. for me but I felt like it wasn't enough to really. Drive. I mean, but I they kind of did. Yeah, because I, I see it multiple times. In different ways, because like they they show the sky multiple times. Yeah. He talks about the stars with the teacher, and then at the end, he's like, "Look up into the sky, and you think of me, like be spectacular." Like, so I think there were moments where they were. Yeah, that's what I was picking up on too. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. I need a little more no. sky with no. my Jack. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Plus, you need a grave scene for some reason. I'm so no, sorry. Sure. That was so, so dark. I'm so terrible. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> my whole... I don't see you the same anymore. That's, that's sad. I'm so sorry. I, I'm, I'm I am darker than people think I am. Uh, you guys should go look at the IMDb and look up the kid that plays Edward Todd Bosley. Um, the kid with the glasses. Oh, I love him. Go look him up. I love he, him. It is, He's in he looks exactly the same <laughs> he looks exactly right now the same. as he did then. No, he does. Yeah. I always just remembered him from some little giants. Yes, I love him so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, for the, the audience, for, for the viewing. <laughs> oh, no. He plays that the same so character crazy. every time. He's I love that kid. He's amazing. Yes. No, is it gonna open? No. Little Giants was solid because it was a girl playing football, and I was like, "She's what?" <laughs> let's go. Absolutely. That's yes. terrible. He looks exactly the same. Perfect. He I looks the same. Which yeah. kind of is a good segue into like that trope you were talking about that you want to talk about about yeah. <laughs> like they find kids that look and they just dress them the same because right? they. Yeah. They don't grow or anything. Do you but... have buck teeth and you look great with glasses and red hair? Here you go. Now yeah, you're yeah, this kid you trip. Yep. Okay, you're done. Go home. Change. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank no. you for my paycheck. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> I got a paycheck to trip. Let's go. Like a little prep fall. Let's go. I do think that him being valedictorian made sense because even though he shows that he's not paying attention in the beginning of the movie, he still calls his tutor Aristotle. And I really like that little subtle mm, yeah. kind of throwback to show he was paying attention during that scene. Um, yeah. And he was well, smart. Yeah. Know? Because the, well, the, well, that was the funny thing. That was the only thing he like in the beginning, that was the only thing he paid attention to was 
the Aristotle part. You know what I mean? But he wasn't paying attention to anything else. Right. So that was a great, yeah, I love that little callback. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah. But so, I feel like, but I mean, he's been homeschooled since forever. So I feel like mm-hmm. some, some, most of the time, the homeschool kids that eventually came to like high school or whatever were way smarter than us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were yeah. way smarter than us. So like, yeah. it makes sense to me that he became valedictorian. I was like, that makes sense. Random Jack trivia. The writer of Jack also wrote all of the Purge movies. So maybe there is a deleted scene. I'm just saying. I might be onto something. I might be onto something. The other writer didn't do much. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. The problem with comedies, and this is the thing about Ron Williams, is the majority of his filmography is is comedy. Uh, they're they're fun to talk about, but unless there's like loftiness, and I guess this has some, but I guess we could we could talk about mortality. I'm not really wanting to. I'd rather move. we've already thought about it. We can move past that part of it. Um, but there's not as much in these kinds of movies. It doesn't feel like there's as much meat and and potatoes to talk about. I don't know if you guys feel the same way about comedies, but I always feel like that's where we end up with them. Uh, is there's not as much. I mean, we kind of talked about everything. This film isn't that long, right? Yeah, you know I mean, so it's like a it's like a, a nice short film that has some some great moments, good actors, and we kind of talked about the plot. We talked about it was funny. We talked about heartfelt moments. I think we hit all the beats. No, I agree. I agree. It's just when we when we get into things like Dog Day Afternoon, we can go for much longer because there's there's just more to some of those I mean, films. Like, I don't know what that is. It's, but. I just feel like, but it's longer too. It's like a two hour. Do you do think there's a correlation ha- between the length of the film and our discussion about the film? Sometimes, Some, sometimes yeah. not all the times, but I think sometimes. Yeah, I don't sometimes. think it's necessarily just comedies. Hmm. Yeah, because I think yeah. we've watched some stuff that was like maybe it just so, some change. And yeah, it just so happens that like a lot of comedies are shorter. That's a fair yeah, point. Yeah, so point. yeah, maybe I'm fairly or unfairly judging them, and and I need to back off the comedies. And... Wow, we're learning a lot about you tonight. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> You know, Robin Williams brings it out of me, apparently. That's, that's gotta take a sip of water on that because, man, it's getting real in the real study area. Right yeah, never mind. All right. I, I can't pun tonight for whatever reason. I was trying. I did a little something we for need, you, Ty. We need little... one in there. Um, and by the way, yes, uh, Tyler is not with us, but please you know, wish him luck uh, in, in life and hope that he is doing well. He'll be gone for at least, wish I think, that. another week. Uh, we do miss you, and so hopefully you'll be back next week or the week after. We shall see. Yeah. No La La next week, everybody. If you uh, don't, you know, watch this show for anybody, but La next week is not your week. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, Thinking about Tyler when I was watching Jack, though, because there's the whole like fart scene yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He probably would have loved that scene, actually. Yeah. What is it called? Like a pocket rocket or something? Rectal rocket? Rectal rocket, I think it's called. And again, rectal I know this rocket. is a comedy, but shouldn't somebody have been hurt when the tree fort fell? Um, the way it fell. No. It was just like, because it went like this. Yeah, exactly. I just felt like yeah. some of those boards would have impaled somebody's leg or and I feel like something. and I feel like it was two adults in there. Them kids are probably clinging to the adults. You know, That's true. Adult yeah. is like uh-huh. you know, I mean Jack's ten, but he's an adult. He's an adult. Like, oh, yeah. If you can adult. walk in and buy a penthouse, you're an adult. You know, we're gonna <laughs> no, for sure. Well, yeah. no. no, okay, that's that is something this is really lame that I'm gonna pick this apart. But the jail scene is one of those things that just doesn't really work. He he would have had to give ID, and when he didn't have it, they would have tried right. to research him, and he would have eventually told them to call his mom, 
Fran wouldn't have just right. come and got him out. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, but how do you research a person? You don't have their ID fingerprints, and they sit in jail until you find out who they are. Like, that's how it works. They will not let you go until they figure out who you are. So, but I mean, if somebody comes in and they're like, I know who this person is. Like, this is Mr. Powell from the principal. Like, she, I, I can, it's slightly, it's slightly it's plausible. His name, so like, but his name was on a plaque and they took mugshots. The ID was right. the one thing I thought about too. I'm like, he doesn't have a state ID. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, even back then, you still would have needed to provide identification. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, but, uh, but to me, it's the cops. They were just like, he a grown man. Well, and they tried to steal his pog, so that says something about that cop. Yeah, you know, and, you know. So I just, man, I, just my pog you know, I'm just, I was never but, a pog um, this person. Is, this is not, this is nothing to do with the conversation. It was just like my Wi-Fi was messing up, so I could like switch it back. And somebody's Wi-Fi is named a snapping turla. Turla. Like snapping turtle. Turla, like a snapping turla. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Cool. That's what they shared with the class. Well, see, now I just want to know everybody's Wi-Fi names are. Uh, never mind. Yeah, That's for off there. Mine's Fortress of Solitude. That is a great one. That's now, n- let me. Uh, now solid. I want to tell you mine. Mine's Slarty Bartfast. <laughs> mine's the name that AT and T gave us. Um, I didn't feel like. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Just like a bunch of numbers and letters. Yeah, mine is obscure. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't know where mine came yeah. from. I don't know what it's from. It's from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's the guy that makes oh. planet's name. He doesn't want to admit it because his name has fart in it. So he's like <laughs> Slarty Bart. You know, or sounds like fart. It's Slarty Bart fast. He says it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. In the movie, it's played by Bill Nye. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah. My brother's. My brother's is get your own shit. That's <laughs> that's great. I love that. Uh, for the longest time, it was yeah. Whopper. Just putting that out there. Mm. Just W O P R. And I have a friend who his is Pickle Rick. It says Pickle Rick. Another good one. Another good one. I love when people would do like CAA van or something like that. Like, yeah. I try to get on those. I'd be like, yeah. Oh, now, Ray, does yours just say computer? Um, It just like, it's literally just the name. Okay. okay. Uh, Maybe it should be section 31. That's another. It should be. Yeah. Or data. Data. Honestly, I think Brian just gave you a solid one with yeah. section thirty one. All I'm saying. It sounds like if you go on that Wi-Fi, you're gonna find some shady shit. I'm just saying that's what it sounds sure. like. So maybe I should change mine to Area Fifty One. See if I get contacted by the government. Like, I need you to change that. We can't yeah, have that up only there. one Wi-Fi gets to be named that. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go ahead and rate Jack. We'll start in the same order we went in, and that would be Brian. Me. Uh, I give this one an eight. Yeah, solid. If you make me cry, yeah, gonna be... like it's already extra point. It's already yeah, exactly. So, all right, Ray. Um, I would give it an eight and a half. I would give it a nine, but the Fran Jesher scene makes me creeped out. So I respect I'm that. It an eight and a half. All right. That. How about you, Locke? Oh, I give this a ten. No, I give it a nine. I don't. It's not a. It's definitely not a ten. It um in in some facets it doesn't age well. But again, yeah. I don't care because of nostalgia, baby. So mm-hmm. it gets annoying for me. I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven. Still gets a solid seven. Still watchable. I might watch it again the in another decade or so. Turn, right? If right. it was a gravestone <laughs> at the end, I would have given okay. this would have been my favorite yeah. movie of all time. I can see that um, about you. Okay, it's not bad. not true. Um, La left. She will not be back. Yeah. Um, this is no longer a joke. Um, she's so mad. Okay, uh, so no, I do. Say seven. I do give no, it a seven, but it is a solid. I think seven and above is considered a solid rating. No, no it's um, a solid seven. It's a solid seven. 
on that note, I don't like clickbait ads, and I watched comic book resources get into this bullshit today. They've never really been like this, but they were like, oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 Rotten Tomato score came out. Oh, no. And then they were like, unfortunately, it's a 78%. Unfortunately? Okay. Come on, guys. Okay. Oh, no, it's the lowest in the franchise. Like, what do you... Like, what does that mean? One, don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes. Two, if you're going to, a 78% is doing just fine. I just Honestly, want to put that out there. I stopped listening to Rotten Tomatoes. I only listen to Rotten Tomatoes when it's like maybe 90s stuff and maybe like early thousands type of stuff. I'll go back and like, oh, what what did what did Rotten Tomatoes Yeah, like just out of curiosity. Right? Just out of curiosity. Like, right, right, yeah. yeah. But now I don't because people be like bombing Rotten Tomatoes to give things. A, I don't. I don't trust anything. I don't trust any scoring anymore. I just go off, off my own volition now. I'm just tired. This is why we always tell you on the real study: pick your favorite panelist and follow along, and you might get good ratings based upon what they say. Did we lose yeah. Ray or is she? She no. She says she'll, she'll be, be right, right back. back. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's true. I was like, did I say something? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't mean to say. <laughs> Once again, it's Nitty. I was <laughs> like. Um, death right. If you have to right. question that, you probably did. Say That's a good point. Just That's a good point. Like, yeah. I'll just assume exactly. I did. I'm a bad person. Yeah. I will. <laughs> I will flog myself. Exactly. Yep. Uh, okay. Batsy beat him up. Not flog. Wow. That's. Uh, you know, uh, it's dark, snitty night. I don't know. Apparently, I'm just going <laughs> to as dark I mean, as possible. But I, I mean, we don't use flog anymore. I kind of take it. That's good. It's a it's a good well it's not a good word because it's not a good thing but it's not a good word but I enjoyed it because you nobody says flawed that's fair well since we did I think we got all the ratings we will move on to the pre review while we wait for Ray to come back and we will then go into the birdcage which is going to be a riot we shall be right back. Biggie's pre-review brought to you by The Real Study, Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Welcome to Biggie's pre-review. The pre-review is where I tell you about upcoming movies coming to movie theaters and beyond. This is for the week, May 1st through 7th, 2023. Alright, let's start off with a big release this week, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill must rally his team to defend the universe and protect one of their own. If the mission is not completely successful, it could possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. Now, hearing the description and knowing that this is going to be Dave Bautista and Zoe Saldana's last Guardians outing speaks volumes. Also can't wait to see Adam Warlock in this. Will Poulter's going to do an excellent job. I can feel it. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 premieres in movie theaters starting May 5th. Next up is a movie called Love Again. In this drama comedy romance, a young woman tries to ease the pain of her fiancé's death by sending romantic texts to his old cell phone number and forms a connection with the man the number has been reassigned to. This movie stars Priyanka Chopra, Sam Huygen. One of the big stars of this movie is Celine Dion. The movie Love Again premieres in movie theaters starting May 5th. Next on my list is the romantic comedy, What's Love Got To Do With It? Zoe is a documentary filmmaker who uses a dating app that only delivers an endless stream of Mr. Wrongs. For Zoe's childhood friend and neighbor, Kaz, 
The answer is to follow his parents' example and opt for an arranged marriage to a bright and beautiful bride from Pakistan. As Zoe films his hopeful journey to marry a stranger, she begins to wonder if she might have something to learn from a profoundly different approach to finding love. This movie stars Lily James, Emma Thompson, Shazad Latif, and Taj Atwal, amongst others. This movie looks great. It's going to be great to see Shazad again since I haven't seen him since Star Trek Discovery. And this movie just looks like it's going to be really good. Can't wait. The romantic comedy, What's Love Got to Do With It? has a limited release in movie theaters starting May 5th. Next up, we have some mystery with One Ranger. Recruited by British intelligence, a Texas Ranger must track down and stop a dangerous terrorist from attacking London. This movie stars Thomas Jane, Dominique Tipper, and John Malkovich, amongst others. This movie looks like it's going to be a great one. Love seeing John Malkovich or Thomas Jane in just about anything. The mystery movie, One Ranger, has a limited release in movie theaters starting May 5th. Alright, and last on my list, but certainly not least, is Double Life. This crime thriller follows a widow who finds out from her late husband's mistress that his death was not an accident. Both women work together to unmask the truth behind the man they both loved. This movie stars Javicia Leslie, Pascal Hutton, and John Cassini amongst others. This movie looks great. I'm really looking forward to seeing Javicia in this movie. I haven't seen her in much since the Batwoman show was canceled, unfortunately, but I'm really looking forward to this. Let's go. The crime thriller Double Life has a limited release in movie theaters starting May 5th. Well, that's all for the pre-review this week, and I hope to see you out there. And welcome back to The Real Study. I think Law gave you that before I did. Uh, and that said, uh, we do have one final movie for the evening, and that is, of course, the always popular and very successful Birdcage, which is, of course, starring Robin Williams, Nathan Lane, Gene Hackman, Diane West, uh, as well as Callista Flockhart and Hank Azaria. Oh, uh, Christine Baranski cannot forget her. She's yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Is it Diane Weist? Weist. Weist. It is Weist. Yeah. You're right. Amazing. I apologize. I apologize. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, am I wrong? She's she's. I mean, she's another one of those like character actors. That's yeah. Underrated. I forgot oh. how much I missed her. Yeah. Okay. Right. Her. Keanu's yeah. mom from Parenthood, right? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives like the best sage advice it? of a character in like the uh, history of cinema? Brooklyn. There's a Brooklyn Nine Nine joke about Diane Weiss. <laughs> of course, a Brooklyn Nine Nine there would be. Like, like, um, uh, so obscure. I'm gonna I'm I'm put it in the because I think it's like an opener, like it's quick, it's an opener, and I'm gonna put it in the Discord. That show. But he said something about like having a like a, a Weiss infection because he likes her. <laughs> <laughs> he likes her movies. But what? I'm a, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I've never seen this show before. I. Mm. I'm Andy Samberg so plays good. a cop. It. It's a sitcom. You can't really go it's wrong. It. You can't it's go wrong. So yeah. It's got Terry there's even, a new, there's even a new girl, Brooklyn Nine Nine crossover Nine episode. Crossover. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But the, in, but, in each series. So, like, it, yeah. yeah. So, if you go that's to so like, the Brooklyn Nine Nine, you see it from one angle. And yeah, you'll, you exactly. Yeah. You see it from the other angle. Oh, it's it's so good. Once Winston got his badge. 
No, they go no. to New York. No, 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 no. There's like an episode yeah. newer where they go to New York for like um uh because New Girl's in LA, right? Uh, I thought it took place in LA. It's for something. Yeah, New, yeah, new Girl is set in LA. They go for they go to New York for for something something for Schmidt. Yeah. Something for Schmidt. So they go they all go to New York. Because I don't remember this. Yeah, it was a later season for sure. Well, Brooklyn Nine Nine is a much newer show than the New Girl in a sense. Yeah, that's it must have been towards the end of the New Girl. Because I'm like sure seeing every episode of New Girl. That's why I'm like, and it was really funny. It was really pretty good. But I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. If you ever start, you know, put it in the back burner and put it in your pocket or something like that. I love Brooklyn Nine Nine only because Andre Barr is like yeah, he's are you talking the chief, right? Man, the captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's amazing. amazing. He's the captain. Yeah, I he's love the captain. He's, I've seen he's him an under comedic. rated. He's underrated. Yeah, yeah, he's, he said he's really. Oh, no, he always he said, does serious, like, right? Wow. Like he, oh, he said he said that's the reason why he chose this show. Yeah. Because at first he didn't want to do it because he was like, I've been a cop so many times. I've been right. a cop so many times. Yeah, he was like, I need this. Like, no, I'm not gonna do that. And then when they pitched him, it was like, yo, it's a comedy. He was like. Hmm. And yeah. he plays. Okay, he he's he a plays gay. gay he, he's, he's a gay, gay man. Too. He's yeah. a gay man. <laughs> he's amazing. It's amazing. It's, so good. it's, like, it's so good. He's amazing. He's, he's like, clearly yeah. gonna have to watch. Everything is amazing. The the, the ensemble is great. They picked great yeah. people to be these characters. Yeah, everyone's just but like he's killing like every episode. because you know that he's like this dramatic actor. Everything <laughs> right. he says, the, the, yeah, they play on that. But like, doesn't he, he yeah. always plays he it says, straight in his? He's acting, always right? so yeah. yeah, he plays yeah. it all so straight. But and it's okay. hilarious. So it's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and you see his character kind of like grow, kind of like loosen up a little okay. bit, but still like rigid at the same time. That might be our new show. It's won a lot of awards. Like it's a really good. Like people love it. I just I don't like Andy and I don't like Terry and that turned. Oh really? You don't like Andy? Oh no. I don't like. Well, maybe the rest of the cast will. Funny. Yeah. He's just not my funny. If that's that's fair, you know what I mean. See, like Hot Rod, Hot Rod is one of my comfort films. So, like, I watch Hot Rod regularly. I 100 understand that, but I do want you to like give. I'm gonna say this: give the first two episodes. No, I mean I would absolutely give it a fair shot for sure. Yeah, give it. If anything, you would. I know you would. I know you would. I'm just saying, like the first, the first episode that pilot is like. You can tell that they shot the, pilot the same thing about shit's months Creek, before. Like people were like, "This show is amazing," and yeah, I was like, "I don't yeah. understand." I but I've always loved that. Eugene. Like yeah. I love him. He's yes. amazing. Well, Catherine and is also. I'm like his amazing. son yeah. is a genius because like they're totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Shit's Creek. I got into it very late, like maybe like it was on its like second to last season, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm obsessed." <laughs> I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> Alexis is my but, spirit animal. Actually, everybody's my spirit. Yeah. If, so. if anything, watch it for Andre Brower. And yes, he has this, he's amazing. He has this other like storyline that um uh damn it, my brain's not working, but um Kevin Bacon's wife is like a Kira Sedgwick. Yeah, Kira Sedgwick ends up getting in, in the show too, and she has this oh, yeah, she character. Plays, Andre Brower character. <laughs> she plays like, Commissioner yeah. Wunch. Yeah, she's a commissioner. Wunch? That's her name. Wunch. Yeah. That's a weird yeah. name. And they oh it gets it gets it's made so good. Um, <laughs> and they, like, they grew up in the force together, like back in the time yeah. where like, they were uh, really racist towards him, homophobic towards mm, him, stuff like yeah. that. And she plays a person that, like, you know, they grew up together, and they 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 mm. they go back and forth until the end. And that's all I will say on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, cause right. it's great. Yeah. It's I amazing. like her on the closer. The closer yeah. was so oh, yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always wanted to watch that. I never watched it. Amazing. 
Sorry, we started. No, no, you're <laughs> we went fine. The rails I love there, rails. <laughs> when we get off the rails, it's fine. But we only we have finite yeah. time. Otherwise, I wouldn't care. Right? right. We could okay. do this all night. Oh yeah, no. Uh, so, good. who's yeah. first time at the bird cage? I know it's Law's first time on the bird cage. Ray, had you already mm. seen the bird cage? I maybe had only seen it one other time. Okay, then we're gonna start with Law. Tell me what you thought of the bird cage. Um, that was being a bird. Um. <laughs> If you guys, if you guys didn't catch it, yes, I was. You know, I'm, in my, I'm in a box. And I'm, yeah. anyway. Um, I, I, I thought at first I was kind of like Robin Williams playing a gay man. I was like, this is, oof, I'm so 2023. I'm like, this is kind of problematic, but it's, but I'm like, but I'm like, I know what year this takes place. I'm fine. I brought myself back because that's what I do, and um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Even though I'm saying that we got Modern Family and Eric Stone Street played Gay Man, but still, anyway, um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was, um, I thought it was funny, um, like hilariously funny. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think the jokes like hold up, and that's hard to do yeah. um, because sometimes they can go topical with stuff, and you're like, my God, I wasn't born in this era. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about, but this still holds up. Um, even like side stuff was like great to me. Like the guy keep paying my man to tell him like where they where they were. I'm just like, you're a terrible person. <laughs> um, why are you my driver? Like you're a horrible person. Gene Hackman. Amazing. Yeah. Talk about playing serious but still being funny, right? I, yeah. Right. Gene one. I was like, you're Gene Hackman, man. Like, yeah. He's... You're hilarious for one. Two gorgeous drag queen. Gorgeous. Her. I loved, loved. <laughs> I love the scene where they're walking. Like, he was like, I told them, nobody wants to dance with me. I told them white doesn't make me look bigger. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, he's amazing. Diane Weiss is just like, I loved her in Practical mm-hmm. Magic. Um, oh, yeah. She yeah, plays yeah, one of the ants, like, right? Yeah. Her. Her like laugh to me is just like yeah she's it's like she's a very like laugh. distinct voice too, yeah she like, does like yeah, the moment yeah. she speaks I'm uh-huh. like is yeah is that God no it's like oh my God <laughs> is that God I love that it's like oh my God Nathan Lane oh my God mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. can like literally Man. come on come on like I can yeah. literally just be like mind you it's Robin Williams night and Robin Williams was amazing honestly I think Robin Williams is so handsome like. Blonde with a yeah, he looks really great in this movie. I know. Yeah. Well, and he lets his his hair, you know, out, you know, and yeah. And I was yeah. like, "Well, sir, you handsome." <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Um, I said, "Oh, do I like this look for?" Her? <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but Nathan Lane, I was like, he's yeah, he's. He's amazing. This I is guess. peak Nathan Lane, is what this. No, is. this is peak I Nathan mean, Lane. I was like, this is. I was like, oh my God. And then when I saw Christine Baranski's name, I said, where does she appear? Because yeah. I don't care what she does. The timbre of her voice is so melodic yeah. and beautiful. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she always speaks with like a sort of regalness. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I just love me some Christine Baranski. She can play somebody you love to death or somebody you want to murder. Or somebody murder. you yeah. want right? to kill. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Like she just has these like levels to her. And I like, I just love her so much. But I thought this film was great. The only thing, the only thing I didn't like. And if I, and if it happened, maybe I missed it. Maybe I blinked or something like that. If it didn't, like, let me know if it happened. But I wanted somebody to punch his son in the face. I agree with you. I was. I yeah. Really, I hated I, him. 
to me, to me, that was the only part of this film. Pretty selfish. That didn't. That I was like, there. I was like, okay, once this comes to a head, because you know it has to come to a head. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Like it has to. I was like, once this comes to it, somebody is going to let him have it, and I was like, <laughs> I'm ready for it. Like I had my, I had my tea. I was watching. I was ready, and it never happened. No. And I was like, it what happened in the writer's room? I, I, I physically. But when he comes in, he hears him um, giving orders to to change everything. Yeah. He comes in and he says, "Thanks, Dad." And he was like, first of all, this is not you saying." That yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's he true. Was like, he was like, he was like, "Don't." He, he had a like, couple don't. moments like that too, where he was like, "I need you just not to talk to me." To me. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, just don't talk to me for. And I, those moments were fine, but I needed like a bigger like. Yeah, it wasn't like real accountability. So. I think that's oh, a testament God. to when the movie came out because if you if no, you know, sure. being the age that sure. we are on this panel or mm -hmm. older, yeah, we yeah. remember when gay people were still talked about in public like they were monsters for some yeah. reason. Yeah. And yeah. for him to do this only in ninety six does it work. If this movie took place now, we would all be like, You're a piece of shit. For even asking, right. Right. for even asking, yeah, that's a fair point. So, like, yeah. yeah, see, because my thing is, is like, okay, I'm not like oh, I'm put all my business out here in the street, but I grew up with a father that was, and he, he might have been drugged up every time somebody saw him, and so, but I was never embarrassed by him because he's never been anything different than any than than that, right? right? If all of a sudden he put a tie on, I would be like, what's what is this? What is right? What are you? What are you doing? So like, they've never been not this. So my brain was just like, yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody punched his son in the face. But I will say this: Dan Futterman has a tendency to play gay men or be around gay people or be in gay situations. And I, I just like, I was like, it started a long time ago. I was like, this is amazing because mm -hmm. he was in Will and Grace and he played a gay man. Um, well, Amanda was deeply in the closet. Um, Jack had to help him out. Uh, <laughs> I had to help him out of that. But I just think it was, and I think it's funny that he he kind of plays because he has a very, and it's no disrespect towards him, but he does have like a um, like a he he has like a soft look to him that yeah. I think that's why people cast mm -hmm. him in certain like areas. Um, but this movie was great. I thought it was. Mm -hmm. I thought it was. It it actually took me by surprise because I've seen the like not the trailer. <laughs> no, I've seen the poster for this, mm -hmm. um, and I've seen like clips. Like I've seen like you know like flashing clips of it, and I was just like, oh, I don't. I love Nathan Lane, and just disappeared somewhere else in my life. Mm -hmm. And so actually having seen it now, I was like, dang, I missed out on like a really like a really good film but i mean i probably i was probably like eight when it came out or something like i was probably like yeah. you know very young so like nobody in my family my christian family was so this came out the same film. year as jack so these were two yeah, films exactly. in the same year 96. which is very like 10. whoa right yeah. yeah so i was so i was 10 so like i definitely wasn't gonna right. i definitely mm -hmm. wasn't gonna watch um this. to your point law i think that he was gay on judging amy as well i remember him being her brother but i think he was gay on that yeah mm -hmm. all right yeah. So Ray, how many um, times I, have you seen this, him. and what did you think of this this time? Um, I I know one time for sure, um, but I I don't I don't remember specifically seeing it a second time. Um, mm -hmm. I enjoyed it, um, in a painful kind of way. Ooh. Like I was just in pain for mm -hmm. them yeah. the whole time. No, for sure. Um, the like. Mm -hmm. I was enthralled, but the only note that I specifically took, I said, seeing Albert in the suit made me cry. 
um, when he came out of the bathroom or the closet yeah. and he yeah. was wearing just the full like regular black tie suit. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know if people understand. And this was kind of like the theme that I had in my heart while I was watching these movies is how strong love is to make you defy who you are. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. And, yeah. and like the <laughs> fact that down. they were willing to do this for him, it's like, just so he could be happy with the girl that he loved mm -hmm. and her parents who clearly hated everything about them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like everything that they were was well, actually loved it at to, the same time. Like for your family to like say, I I love you. I just don't want you to be you today. Right. That That's wild. Pain. I can't even like yeah. of that. Yeah. And they were willing to do it for him. Yeah. His parents were willing to do it for him. Yeah. And I was like, that to me hurts so much. I mm -hmm. thought they did it so well. Yeah. Um, again, I, I appreciate like a period kind of piece. And I think we kind of use that term when we're talking about like Elizabethan, but like this really is a period piece. Like I don't think sure. to tell this story this way now. Um yeah. it became yeah. a period and piece so, because of its nineties, South Beach, like all this stuff goes, yeah, yeah. I feel like they could probably still tell the story like this, but you have elements to, you of have it. To call, yeah. I think you have to call him out. You, you would literally like, have yeah, to have a trans character now rather than uh, maybe even right, uh, right, a, a drag queen. Um, and still, I'm drag queens still happen, relevant, but you but, gotta, but you gotta call out the son. The son right. can't go. Unseen. Yeah, like I think it would, it would have to be where so they decide far. to do yes. it for him instead, or yes. something like that. Instead of him asking, right. they're like, "Oh right. shit!" Yeah, like it was the their girl? idea or something right, like right, that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, right. you know, he's protesting. No, 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 no. And they're like, "Let's just yeah, And then they start changing. And then he gets mad. Like, yo, no, no, like. You guys need That'll to stop be, doing yes. this for me. I hate you. Yes. Yeah. You know, or like he yells at people to like stop disrespecting his people. Right. You know what I mean? Like I that, think like, like of the time that it was made in, I think that it told a very, a very kind of like you're living on the edge. Like we can only be us around us kind right. of story. Yeah. Um, he kind of mentioned, there's kind of a line lot. in there. Rob Williams said, so it's kind of like alludes to that too. He's like, um, we can just be ourselves, just not around other people. You know what I mean? Right. Like he says to his son, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a, which hurts. And it's yeah, like, right. unless, and I feel like it's kind of weird or niche, maybe among people who've kind of lived that life, like you've had a family member in the closet or come out mm -hmm. that you're like, first of all, we didn't ever need you to tell us. Like, we, we already knew what it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And the other thing yeah. is, it's like, I would never, I would never want, you to lie to me like you don't have to convince me that you're anything other than that and so it, it obviously took until the end of the movie for him to like be able to be open about that but it was like please don't be embarrassed because that's weird i don't yeah. love that for you yeah, because sure. you know what i mean like it's more of an, a him thing than a them thing mm -hmm. that he was so embarrassed that he felt yeah. that they had to lie yeah. it's like yeah either you're Either your 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 fiance loves you enough to not lie to her parents, or she doesn't. Well, and she right. did almost tell them uh, at one point, but she they both perpetuated. So I, I'm going to blame Callista Flockhart's character a little bit as well. <laughs> right. Um, mm -hmm. I there's a weird thing about her that I wanted to mention real quick. Well, she 18, she, he's 20. She, she gonna follow him. Right. Callista Flockhart is. She's in this movie, and she even has speaking roles, but I barely feel like she's in this movie. She's almost like a 
set piece yeah. in this movie the whole mm -hmm. time. She's always just kind of there floating through the scene. It's the weirdest feeling when I watch her in this movie. Cause I'm just like, Oh, there she floated by again. And that's just how she feels <laughs> yeah. through the whole film. I don't know. It's really odd. Um, Brian, what did you think of this? How many times have you seen this? I know that you said this Man, one I can't tell you how okay. seen this movie. It's so many times. <laughs> Dozens, okay. Brian's I mean, like I, many. This is one of those that I burned up the VHS on. Like, me and my mom watched this. I love it. Time, like, seriously. I mean, I, like, knew lines from it. Like, I can I can reenact the whole, like, thing when he... Fussy, fussy, <laughs> fussy. Scene, he's all fussy, fussy, fussy. Like, Twyla, Twyla. Yeah, I could do all that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, I, I mean, Robin Williams is just, like, so good. And, like, yeah, like we already mentioned, everyone's so incredible. One of my favorite things between Nathan Lane and Rod Williams is when he's trying to get him to like act like a man. Yeah. <laughs> and there's all these little things that Nathan Lane does. It's just like that'll it's just so hilarious. Like that part freaks me up because like, he was like, he was like, he's like, 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 is that is that masculine? He's like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, like actually they know. Yeah, like come on. <laughs> that, that was great. Or, or he's yeah, like, how like, what, no. how was, was that on the walk? And he's like, it was perfect, but I just didn't know John Wayne walked like that. It was like perfect. Yeah. Absolutely so good. Oh my god. And like, but this time around I'm watching it, which is amazing that we can do this, you know. Well, it's amazing you can do it when you actually have like perspective and an awareness of yourself, you know. Some people watch things and don't think about these things, but um, like this is an interesting film that it was that if you watch it now, it's both ahead of its time, but also still a sign of the times. Like it's like yes. yeah. this weird dichotomy of like this weird limbo, you know, because like mm -hmm. when it first came out, like it was such a strong LGBTQ mm -hmm. plus like driven story, you know. And um, but then you don't have but then there's also elements like Hank Azaria playing a Guatemalan, you know, mm -hmm. which He's he great. Does a I love Hank Azaria. Right. He right. Does yeah. A good he's job. like doing these voices. I love when he changes his voice to the butler. Yeah. When he's like, his voice is like deep. He can't like, he's, he's a talented like, person. Yeah. So when he but very fell, problematic. When he fell in them shoes, he was crying. Yeah. Sad. But, but also, Hank Azaria, he, play, he played out pool. So it's like, I know. Yeah, exactly. Like, he yeah. Does, yeah. No offense to him. And he knows better now. He's not seeking these roles now. And that's the important Yeah. 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 No, for sure. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's those elements. At the time, you know, needed money. Go get this job. Right. Yeah, yeah. Really bad like, they might have like, even asked him and been like, Hank, can you come play yeah. this Cuban character? I mean, I've seen this movie so many times too. Like, I'll like sing exactly how he's singing. He's singing, She works hard for the money. Like, <laughs> that little thing he does. Like, I do that. Do, like, so candles. I was like, every time he was on screen, I was like, he's magic. Oh my God. Yeah, he's he's like, he was. He's so good. on ten the entire time. He sold every single scene. I yeah. never no, felt sure. like he was. I never felt like he was putting on. Yeah, like, I was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Right, like, right. exactly. Like, even when like he was in the background, like sweeping up, like in, the smile, in those like, short shorts, a, like yes, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, he's oh, amazing. He's both well, Lucy, Lucy, and Desi. It's and, weird. No, no I love real. that. Brian. It's weird to watch him though, because like you yes. see him as the blue Raja, right? Oh, and then you see yeah, him yes. as, right. as this character. Yes. Exactly. And you're like, yeah. what? So That's the same guy? I know. Uh, he's, but... he's he wore a shirt that said um straight now, straight. <laughs> or like, yeah. like, 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 like yeah, yeah. It's like that's what, I need that shirt. I need that shirt. <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, it's it's one of those movies that's like stuck in this weird limbo, you know. Yeah. But like, but I love it. We could like appreciate those things and still address like the problematic things, you no, know. So sure. I, it, no matter how much I love this movie, there's still that, you know. Right. So it's like, yeah, yeah it's it's incredible. Yeah. So 
I think, and you touched upon this a little bit, so I'm going to take a little further. The idea that we're in an era where they're trying to literally outlaw drag queens in states all over the country. Watch this freaking movie, and that is the amount of sexuality you're going to get out of a drag show for kids, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they didn't exactly show anything. Right. There's yeah. one moment where on one that, guy right? at one moment does like a one like hip pump, and then that's it. But this is at a club on the strip, like... It's not even like they're saying let let kids come to a drag no, I know, show. It's like can we yeah, can we read a book? Just, right, right, right. So it's one of these that. drag queens, but in an even further gown. No, for sure. Just reading exactly. and this is removed, like, like just go watch this and then yeah. tell me that there's a problem yeah, because I don't see the yeah, problem. Right. And I'm not talking about the scenes where they're in their own home doing their own shit. I'm talking about the club scenes where it's just drag queens singing. Um yeah. Yeah. I've been to drag shows, like they what, just um, sing. I know. I mean, yeah. But it's like, but it's like what John, what John Stewart said to that one guy. He yeah. was like, he was like, you want to outlaw, you know, drag queens, but like, what about guns? Guns yeah. kill more Interviews. people than anything else. That was such. Yeah. A, I was like, I was already in love with John Stewart. Yeah. But yeah. when he, but when he did that, I was like, well. First of all, the dude was bumbling. He was like, uh, no, he was like, totally. He didn't have anything. Like, yeah. Saw it, folks. Like he yeah. had nothing to say because, like, anything. you're. You're trying to get America to focus on the wrong thing, right? Because guns, like, help you, the right? Safety shell game, and we know. Uh, yeah, perfect. The problem, right. no, yeah. for sure. And I was just like, oh, okay, guns talk. Like, oh, okay, so you, so you value, you value guns more than you value kids' lives. Okay, I, okay, I was like, oh, John Stewart. Oh my gosh, my gosh. So, do you guys know why we never saw John Stewart for like the last fifteen years? I hope you guys know this. I, I'm assuming you do, but I just want to just. Well, he he I'm was fighting a lot. Right, he was fighting a lot for that. For the nine um, eleven uh, first responders, yeah, he was in a lot. That's what he's been doing for so long, yeah. and yeah. he succeeded. Now he's right. back, and to me, like this dude is a national treasure. Like we need to, oh, yeah. prop him up yeah. and say, listen. To me, to he's John. a guy who was like, I went out here, I did some movies because Big Daddy is one of my favorite movies, and he was only in it for like <laughs> 15, ten minutes total from his first screen time, but he was still great. But like he was like, I'm an actor, I do my thing. Oh, I do this show. I'm, you know, you know, I do the daily show. That's great. I did my thing. You know what I need to do now? I need to go make some change. And I love that he uses like his star power right. in that way. Right. And I'm not yeah. saying that every celebrity has to, because that's not yeah. every celebrity's right. like, like that's not mm -hmm. their, mm -hmm. that might not be their focus or their goal or what they're meant to do in this life. But I love that that's his mm -hmm. focus and what, because he does it so well. Yeah. He advocates so well. I, I think he's he's great. Yes, John Stewart for president. I think that he was born with a low heart rate, and I think that's why he can do it. Because if it were me in those interviews, oh, I'd be man. jumping across the table at people. So like, I don't know how he can <laughs> yeah, stay calm, but he's like, like, yeah. he's like he meditates like he's, on the fly. I just feel like he's know? been in this business long enough that he's like, and and I think doing the Daily Show too helped him. Yes. Because like, well, he sees it from a cynical angle. Right? He, right, he sees it from like a different yeah. angle, and he's right. he's able to be like, I don't need to punch you. I can, you, you sound stupid, and I'm about to show the world that exactly. you sound stupid. He punches yeah. them he in their personality. Always, right. right. He's, and he always, and I love that he does this thing now that I'm trying to incorporate in my own life is to be like, okay, so what you're saying is this, correct? Am I correct on this is what you're saying? Right. Because I, I just want clarification. Mm -hmm. And then if, if you're not saying what I think you're saying, and I need you to explain it again. Because you're, because obviously you're not explaining. He has it right. a skill for that. He has a great skill for that. I just be watching him for that because I love that. Well, so we much. have numerous shows that mimic him because of it to this day. Mm -hmm. Like John Oliver's oh, yeah. show is is literally a follower yeah. from that. Yeah, I mean Stephen um, Colbert's show was very right. similar. Yeah. His first show, I can't. Um, yes. I almost feel like we need that show back, but anyway. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yes, blood pressure is another one. I probably would just keel over of a heart attack in a lot of these interviews. Um, So we're well past eight o'clock. Is there anything else you guys want to mention? Because I knew, you know, obviously the political part of this film is not going to get unmentioned. It does need to be mentioned. It's part of the reason we we pick these films um, is that they do have something to say. Um, But I think we covered a good portion of it. Um, The plot is pretty Simple. simple comedy plot, you know. Reverse oh, yeah. situation. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a little convenient, but it's comedy, so you got to like. This is where you got to give the comedies a breaks mm-hmm. at the end with the tropes. It, you know, the the idea yeah. that these two staunchly conservative who thought that even um, Jerry Falwell or not maybe John Jerry Falwell, but uh, the other big uh, preacher of the nineties, Billy, Billy Graham, was too Billy liberal, was, right? Yeah. Like, oh god! Yeah. And then this guy's just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put when on drag. When and, he said that, like, when he was like, Billy Graham, get Billy Graham. I was like, oh, yeah. All right, so this is where we're at. Right, but he was so funny too. Like, what's the the funny thing is like I haven't seen this movie in a while, so it's funny how certain things can still like surprise me for some reason. I don't know why. So like when Nathan Lane enters as the wife in Mm -hmm. full like drag, I I literally like put a blanket over my mouth, just like oh my god, (laughs) like I I totally (laughs) forgot about that part. I was like, oh god, he's not doing this right now, but. I was so happy and 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 cringing at the same time. <laughs> well, you could still see his shadow. You could still see his shadow. Oh my god! I was like, yes, but no. But I was like, you but do it because he like oh, this dude. He deserves it's, this. But the shadow, you. the shadow aside, it shows what a hell of an actor uh, that oh he god, was. Yeah. You know that that yeah. Albert was. Albert was an actress and yeah, could exactly. do it. Like, yes, right. So committed. Yes. Yeah. Also, I just love that Gene Hackman's character like essentially fell in love. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. He was like so hard. He was like, first he was, of all, they don't make women like that. He was about to risk it all. He, he was. was like, I don't even know you right now. Like, it was so good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they all, like, I like, think I'm not like this cold movie, man. Especially on top of the actual, like, story being interesting, mm-hmm. is the actors knowing how to do their job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not replace each, a single actor in this movie. Every, right. Or maybe Calista I mean, Blackheart. Who's I was literally about to say, maybe Calista Blackheart. <laughs> you know, she's, like I said, she floats through her but scenes. You can put anybody in there. But I mean, if you think about it, she's so skinny, that's why she floats. There it is. Tiny. That's hilarious. But she is tiny. I was like, this is going to make jokes. We got to go back to the 90s and make the same jokes, right? That's what we have. Right. Yeah, yeah. She's like a tiny Calissa Blackheart. She's like, she's already tiny, but I was like, wispy is the is the right. term. I'm like, yeah. gosh. But um, but no, she was a character who, like, if she didn't exist, the movie wouldn't exist. Oh, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So, like, but you so could have put Carrie right? Russell so you, in there. You could have put, like, you could right. like, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. it could have been any woman. But she looks just waspy enough for it to make sense. Like I get no, she, no, she does. her kind no, of being a vacuum. Like that makes sense in the role that she was playing. Yeah. But also, yeah, it was giving lines delivered. We just needed we needed, exactly. yeah, we needed somebody to say these couple of lines to keep to keep. Do you see Nathan over the... there? Okay, Nathan and Robin. Those are the stars. Okay, let's worry yeah. about that. Jean's of course honestly, a star. Let's pay attention, right? Because honestly, mm-hmm. there was no reason for her to be like, "Can you show me to the bathroom?" Like they saw that they could have just pulled. They could have pulled Nathan Lane's character to the bathroom. She did not. I was like, "Why did all of them go to the?" So you don't even know me, baby girl. Like, wake up and sit back. So it's like mm-hmm. she didn't need to do it, but they were like, I think they were like, yo, I think we need to get her some. She's been sitting for quite some time. And they just had to give her a thing to do. Right. They're like, so, that was she's probably not, a decision. Like, they kept writing her back into the script. Like that day. 
Like yeah, that they, day, they were like, yeah. she's been sitting here eating I mean, this, we're paying this her, stew. So let's... Honestly, if I'm being honest, I really want to know how his stew tastes. Is this pre? This is post Ali McBeal, right? Is this post Ali McBeal? No, this is pre Ali. Okay, then yeah, then she's pre Ali. Yeah. This is probably what got this her, is like an early what got her attention. Me. At least some. Like yeah. Being next to Robin Williams. But also, just going back to Jack for a quick second, I was thinking about this. Look at all these young kids that was in a movie with Robin Williams. Like oh, Journey yeah, Smollett. Yeah, Journey was Smollett. Like, like, she was she was, she was, was going yeah. barbs with like Robin Williams, man. Like yeah. at a young age. Like that shit. Ugh, that's so great. Like, that's so great, yeah. man. I, always loved so, her. I was thinking the same thing too. Always been yeah. a fan of her since she was like, I mean, we and her the same age, I think. So like... Since we were the same age or whatever, but like I was gonna defend her. She's always been like the sassy little kid mm-hmm. in anything that she does, and I love it. She'd be like, "You look like a." Th-. She like, mm-hmm. like she always. Like, I love it so much. Yeah, Law. What do you rate the birdcage? Um, I gave the birdcage a solid eight, man. This was great. I enjoyed it. This is I, this is rewatchable. Um, I low key want to learn every Hank Azarian line from this because he was just amazing to me. And honestly, comedies rarely do this anymore, but there was some great, like, like, um, it's a cool comedy in this. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't really do a lot of physical comedy yeah. anymore. And if they do, it's like, no, that was poorly done. But okay, live your life, I guess. Um, but this was, like, so great. Like, the Pratt Falls and, the, like, the, the the movements and people just, it was great. I guess it's, I guess it's solid eight. Solid uh-huh. eight. By the way, I think that um, they do physical comedy, but they moved it into action now. So it's an action comedy, and that's where they right, put all the physical comedy, comedy which is unfortunate. So my which is unfortunate. So my point no, you're right. I'm yeah, agreeing with you, like, but saying they, they just moved it out of the comedy realm. And my point still in. stands, y'all. <laughs> How about you, Ray? Okay, what did you think of Birdcage? Got to get in. <laughs> what did you think, Ray? What did you think of the Birdcage? Oh, it's me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I was confused. Um, I loved it. Um, I would honestly give it a nine. Like, I really thought that the performances make it mm-hmm. and none of them were phoned in a single day. Right. You yeah. can tell. Like, they were <laughs> yes. in it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, I would give it a nine. They read the I script and said, I got it. They were like, I didn't read the script and was like, oh, yeah, I got this. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I got this. How about you, Brian? Oh, yeah, it's a nine for me. For sure, yeah. Like no matter, I mean, yeah. It it's one of those movies that like makes me laugh out loud. No matter, I mean, no matter how many times I've seen this damn thing, it's still just like I'm just still blown away <laughs> by. I mean, Nathan Lane, man, just phenomenal. God, Nathan Lane so is like, goodness. like, yeah. I know that they probably pushed this as like a Robin Williams vehicle, but man, Nathan Lane. Was, they did no again, was like lost that way, yeah. Yeah, like last time, there's no one else. No one. No one else. But no, like, when this was advertised, ooh. it was absolutely Robin Williams in the bird cage. Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. Yes. And then Nathan Lane, people they, went, who the hell is this? He's like, like whoa. 96 <laughs> seemed to be a good year for Robin Williams. Like, yeah. It's like, didn't Mrs. Doubtfire come out in 96? 95. So a year, a year, like, a year, a year. Okay, so like back to back. So like... Yeah, like Robin, yeah, like Robin had a real roller coaster career where we would have like five, you know, two or three hits. Mm-hmm. He would dip down for a couple yeah. of years, a couple of hits. Mm-hmm. Um, that's he his whole hit career. a flubber in the middle somewhere. Right, no, that's what I'm saying. He did some yeah. flubbers. <laughs> he did Patch Adams, which didn't do that well. Couple you know. Couple which is still good. I still like those movies, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Um, but no, but Nathan Lane was like, this is... Oof, this really this was the movie that... I'm going like, to go to YouTube yeah. and see somebody be like, chew up this Lane scenes from... The he was like, what is, what's on the page? Okay, well, I could do that. Yeah. 
and more. He was so yeah. at ease. He was like, "If you need one hundred and thirty percent, I'm gonna give you one hundred and sixty. You can take out one." <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, tell me where no, to dial sure. down, right? Tell for me sure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the sign of a great actor. Give me a whole bunch. Let me let me let me pull you back. Mm-hmm. Don't don't stop. Yeah, I would love to see the stuff. Let me pull you back. I would love to see the stuff that was left on the editing room. You know, like. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all gold. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he was talking to the dancer who was chewing gum. <laughs> My and God. He was back there like, Nathan, are you supposed to be stealing this man's show right now? Because you're stealing. Yeah, it's so good. Yes. Why'd you do yes. some more gum, honey? Like, <laughs> no, just oh, the sex level yeah. was at a thousand, and I yeah, loved yeah. it. It was so good. What I love about these types of films, um, before I give my rating, is especially Robin Williams films, when you have an actor like Robin Williams who has kind of a, a shtick that they do, this a, either particular jokes or particular lines, sometimes they just cram Will, Will Ferrell down your throat and it's just all Will Ferrell smattered all over the movie. Right. Oof, but with movies geez. like this, they're like, here, we're going to have Robin do it, but only when it's the character would do it. And they uh-huh. subtly throw it in there. The Fosse Fosse, the John Wayne moments yeah. are all yes. old jokes of Robin's. He's been doing them forever. Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, for but sure. Yeah, they yeah. felt fresh in this movie still. Yeah. And they do that yeah. with him in almost all of his roles. And it's 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 yeah. just brilliant. That's good storytelling when they can still incorporate sure. you into the movie. It's a nine. Uh, this movie yeah. will, problems aside, stand the test of time because it, I think it shows the right side of mm-hmm. history is what it was. Now. Right. Uh, all mm-hmm. right. That said, twenty minutes over. That's all. <laughs> this has been. We to say about the birdcage. No surprise. This has been the longest yeah, so. episode of the Real Study, um, <laughs> only by eleven minutes by my recording clock. But you know, we started a little late. But yeah, because we started a little late. We, That's all. We, we start late. the way you right, jo- right. the way you go to a party a little fashionably late. That's that's how we roll. Yeah, yeah. Which so. is on time. Okay. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> This has been another episode of Real Study. You guys have a great evening. We will see you next time. Follow us everywhere. Bye, guys.